set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast. So, to... Okay, wait a minute. Boo. <laughs> Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two Black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Upgrade from 2018, directed by Lee Wano. So, we're back once again. And this month's theme is technology Ooh, boop boop beep boop mm-hmm. and what <laughs> happens when technology controls our lives <laughs> mm-hmm. when technology starts being stops being polite and starts getting real <laughs> <laughs> yeah what what ha- what happens um, um death destruction mayhem <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I feel like this is becoming a, a favorite of mine. I don't know why. I'm not a sci-fi person, to be fair, but I was looking at movies that kind of went along with this kind of thing. And I was like, oh, this is a banger. Is this a little, little bit of a little something here. But this is a pretty interesting movie. You picked this theme, right? Yes. So I, I, I love this shit. Um, I, uh, sci-fi in general? Sci-fi, I love sci-fi because it kind of is a genre that gets you to think outside of the box. Um, Thinks about um, how society is, um, how it might progress in the future um, and think about themes in different capacities. Um, It also kind of gets you to think about technology that we use currently and how it will be used in the future. Um, Especially like, retro like I if you listen to any of the podcasts in the past you know I love Star Trek and a lot of the technology that was used in like um, the original series is kind of the technology that we currently use today um, in some different capacity like with cell phones and different (laughs) things Um, so it's just sci-fi is just a genre that I've always enjoyed and we don't I guess nowadays we don't really think about how much technology we use in our day-to-day lives in different capacities and how dependent we are upon it. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) Just thinking about how we record this podcast. Um, We are recording right now using Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Yeah, we're Zoom, Zooming right now. And (laughs) how that has become a new technology within the last couple of years that has integrated into our day-to-day lives from work to how we communicated with our families to how we communicated in our um, social groups. And like, if you say Zoom, you might like a couple decades ago, might've been like a movie. (laughs) I think with like, who was in Zoom? I feel like it was like a superhero movie, but now like Zoom means like, oh, I'm about to have like a meeting or I'm about to have like a social gathering online. A a Zoom wedding. (laughs) Yeah. So like that is kind of what I think of. And when I came up with this theme, I kind of wanted to think about 
how it relates to um, with Upgrade, because I also wanted to revisit Upgrade because I feel like it's a movie that is not, it has been forgotten. It was released in 2018 and I felt like no one has really talked about it much um, after it's been released. I was like, a lot of reviews that were released at the time, I was like, yeah, it's a fun action movie. I watched it when it was released and it was like, oh, this is kind of good. This kind of goes off. But then after <laughs> it was released, I never like revisited it. Um, so I feel like bringing it up now, it's like, okay, let's let's talk about it a little bit more. Um, but it also gives you some um, insight to like how um, technology interacts with like disability as well. So something that I kind of wanted to think about um, while watching the film as well. Yeah, I watched this probably three years ago. Um, and I don't really remember why. I might have been being a little thirsty <laughs> because of um Logan Marshall Green who stars not Tom Hardy. was not Tom Hardy um he does not apparently his fr- I, I saw on his Instagram one time because I was stupid somebody referred to him as like Tom Hardy and his like his friend was like no <laughs> so I guess that happens to him a lot <laughs> to where people are like do you know you look like Tom Hardy <laughs> like in a very Americanist Tom Hardy um so and he's good in this movie so like that's not a problem but yeah I um I remembered a lot of this but I didn't remember everything um and now that I have like more I guess like I wouldn't say I'm not a disability expert but like I I've like paid attention more into like disability conversations in the last three years since I saw this movie that I'm like okay this is kind of interesting, like how they uh, approach them, like the technology and stuff. Um, I don't know if it has the best, <laughs> if it has the best uh, point of view regarding technology and disability, because it just seems very <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't matter how much technology you have, isn't this awful? <laughs> so I'm like, yikes, but um um, yeah, when we first were talking about this theme, because we went back and forth, we were talking about doing this for like over a month, <laughs> which is why it's taking us so long to do this episode. Um, I guess not long to y'all, but long to us. But um, yeah, it, it was very interesting going through all the things because there's so many different avenues for technology um, and discussions about technology because there's like the fun shit. Like, I feel like, like, if you go back to, like, the retro times or, like, retro era, like, I don't know, maybe, I mean, like, we always think of the Jetsons, I think, (laughs) of, like, oh, shit, this is gonna be lit, like, (laughs) like, as soon as we hit the year 2000, it's just gonna bang, and then as slowly as time has gone on, it's been, like, actually, this is gonna be pretty rough, (laughs) This mm-hmm. is gonna be, I don't, I don't know about the the optimism. Slowly but surely, optimism has kind of lost out. <laughs> and yeah, it's very also interesting, like you were saying, how much technology we use nowadays. Because like, if I'm, I'm always terrified of being lost anywhere, and so I'm always like, where's my fucking phone? <laughs> Every time I go somewhere, because I'm just like. I'm always worried about being lost. I'm always worried about being stranded. I don't know what that's about, but like, I'm always like, okay, you need to be charged. Like, <laughs> I ain't in my hand. I won't lose you. <laughs> I 
had the, you know, the death grip on this bitch. And so um, it's stuff like that, but then it's also kind of like a lot of tech conversations have gone around like Twitter and social media. That seems to be like the bulk of the tech conversations right now because of how much, um, how much like influence they have over our lives and and how that's kind of worked out for the worst <laughs> in a lot of situations and kind of like some of the more prominent um, people in tech. I don't even have the words <laughs> for some of them. Some of them are genuinely awful people. <laughs> yeah. I know from being like in design and stuff like that, that like tech, the conversations kind of intersect a lot because a lot of designers will work for tech companies. And um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of, um, there's a very big like gap between like the things we could do and then the things that we're kind of focusing on. And I think part of that is just from like human bias and nobody seemed to like I feel like people are getting into that conversation. Like we've had these discussions about empathy and like if you're going to use facial recognition software, which I don't trust, but like if you're going to do that shit, like maybe not make it so like your technology recognizes black faces as being bad and criminals and stuff, <laughs> stuff like that automatically. Um, it's not the fucking computer's fault that it recognizes yes. that. I feel like it's like the programmer's fault and recognizing your own personal like fucked upness <laughs> and one thing you can't tell any of these very 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 smart people some of them are very smart some of them are just very rich but some of these people you cannot tell shit because they're just like what? <laughs> and that's just their way of noodling around it and just like do you realize that you are bringing all this racism and other things and personal biases into the technology that will ultimately be sold to the cops <laughs> Because that's how it always goes. Who's going to give you the most money but the military? <laughs> like, ah, that's the only, that's the like really sad part about some of this stuff is there's some really great things that can be done. But of course, all the money's just going to come from like the government and stuff. And they don't give a shit about doing the right thing. <laughs> so, ah, <laughs> what a quagmire. <laughs> what an yeah. absolute quagmire. But um, yeah, this is kind of a fun topic um despite all that <laughs> like just how all the technology like impacts our lives and how um how much we utilize it like you mentioned being lost like I thought about like how I can't even read a map anymore like I don't know what to do with a map like I, I have no idea how to use a map I mean, I could use a map. I don't have that problem. I could do that. Maps are like a fun thing for me. Mm. But like, I just don't, especially Nick now, because I live somewhere where I don't know a lot of, you know, the area very well. And like the way the the highway system is structured here is absolutely fucked up. And whoever built this shit should, I don't, whatever. (laughs) I know there's like a lot of like blogs and stuff about talking about like, how could you like dis- like disconnect from your phone and and not be on the internet so much? Like it's like a genuine problem for people. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird balance. But this movie is kind of um, it's saying a lot. <laughs> Don't know if it's saying everything that it means to say in in the right amount of detail. 
Yeah, it it has a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it has enough time to fully elaborate or flesh out all of the ideas that it was trying to go for. Yeah, but it it it, it made an attempt. An it attempt, made an attempt. An attempt was made. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. That's not like what I would usually say on it made an attempt. <laughs> it made an attempt and it's trash. <laughs> uh, um, but it, it made an attempt. I mean, I don't know if like movies are the right thing to like ask quite well, solve answers or whatever, solve questions or whatever, I guess. I don't know. What am I trying to say? Like they're, movies are not the thing that will always have the right answer because half the time the people are making them, they don't know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes, sometimes they do, but a lot of times they do not. Yeah, like sometimes like the filmmakers are like raising very thoughtful questions um, with their, their films and using that as a medium to you know, do thought provoking discussion, like to, you know, express those thoughts. Sometimes, you know, you, you are trying to make a popcorn action yeah. movie and this is what we're, we're doing. And we, we're trying to sprinkle in a little something <laughs> to give it a little extra spice. We put in that, um, that, um, white cheddar um, powder on top of the popcorn. <laughs> that's, that's what we're, we're trying to do. And that's what I think we're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like we're trying to do like a RoboCop where you think you just you think you just eating popcorn. Oh yeah, but, and you're just like what the fuck? I have not seen. But it's RoboCop. more on top of that popcorn. That popcorn is kind of like a meal. <laughs> I have not seen RoboCop all the way. I've seen like the first five minutes, um, and then I got distracted. So like I have not seen it, but I know it's what I think. It's, we talked about. We talked about a lot of movies to pair with this. We actually picked this movie pairing specifically from a Twitter poll. So shout out to y'all. Um, <laughs> we did not tell you what we were pairing <laughs> with this. We didn't actually mention this movie. I think specifically, we just were like, "Hey, what would you guys go?" Do? Yeah, this is a movie that we have a mystery movie, and we want to pair it with something. <laughs> so it should be interesting. I I threw out a lot of things. I threw out *Malignant*, which I think would be. Come on. Malik, I love Malignant. <laughs> she put that thing down, flipped it and reversed it. And then Gabriel popped up. And I was like, yes. Was that a James Wan thing? Yes, it was. James Wan and Lee Wanell worked together. They did a collab and They're made besties. one of my favorite movies. Which one? Please not Insidious. Saw. My, oh. One of my favorite movies is Saw. And I was gonna say, please don't say Insidious or whatever the other one I don't was. like Insidious. I didn't like Insidious either. And I'm very confused why everybody did. I was very bored. And I'm not supposed to be bored during things like, was it Demonic Possession or something? Something weird. I think like it was like in a house or something. I don't know. I, I confuse it with um, the other one. The Conjuring. Yeah. And yeah. so they're <laughs> the not for me. <laughs> Um, yeah no yeah they they made this together mm-hmm. James one and Lee one though but like with Saw like Saw is a movie that I watch a lot when I have migraines Please. and I thought it was interesting <laughs> that I would watch Saw when I have migraines and then to learn that Lee Waddle kind of was inspired to make Saw because he had a migraine really and he thought he had a, a tumor and I was like oh bro I've kind of been there before do you <laughs> like and I was like, ah, oh, I get, I get that. I okay. understand that. Um, okay. But like, 
saw if you are I don't want to say if you're into those things like saw is if you're into <sighs> complex games of yeah if you are life and death like want to play a game <laughs> <laughs> if you like being super annoying to people like I do sometimes oh gosh yeah somebody should just knock that little doll off its little bicycle and call it a day and be like get the fuck out of here <laughs> I'm going if, home. <laughs> if you're into being super annoying, dirty bathroom, <laughs> little puppets. I hate puppets, so that would be. But if I had to, I would knock that little puppet off its little bicycle. Cause fuck out of here. <laughs> like... His like ideas for like making a film like coming together like are interesting points of view. I believe he also made a movie with James Wan I believe um Dead Silence I knew it was gonna be (laughs) I hate that stupid fucking doll (laughs) and it is a film about a puppeteer um he wrote it um it's a it's a haunted puppet movie so if y'all like haunted puppets nobody does Brittany (laughs) um, (laughs) is there it's a it's a puppet movie it's it's about puppets and Billy the puppet from Saws. It pops up in a little cameo with like mm. so he in the in in the puppet room chilling mm. as a puppet. Of course. Um, the so, shared Billy universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he writes a lot of these, and you also should say that he makes these movies for the cheap. Yeah, these movies do not cost a lot of money, um, and Amazing their return on investment is very very high. Yeah, I don't understand how that happens and he's done it for i mean like for saw it's pretty like the scene i mean the scenery is like basically there's like one set (laughs) yeah we are in this bathroom yeah and i probably used whatever warehouse they shot that in and just was like here there's another set (laughs) here here's the hospital in this room (laughs) so like like i don't think i mean they spent a million dollars a million and two and they made 103 million dollars so he's good. I feel like a lot of people will be like, hell yeah, I'll talk to you, leave out some, whatever you want to do. Whatever the hell you want to do, I'll do it with you. And of course, this is also a Blumhouse production, which we should also say they love some cheap ass movies, mm-hmm. <laughs> some cheap ass production. So he's, he's pretty good. He's made a lot of money for the studios he's worked for. So um, I don't know what the, do you know the backstory for this movie? Like how he came up with this? Um, so I found the article that I was reading from Fast Company about how he, as a director and a writer, how he made um, this movie, this particular movie um, upgrade for super cheap. So they didn't release like how much this movie will actually cost to make. They just released that um it was under $10 million to me. Um, and he said that, um, Lee Wano said that he was interested in making this film. Um, he had an idea for a sci-fi movie that was in his head for a couple years. And the premise of it is he wanted to make a film um, about a quadriplegic in the near future whose paralysis is cured by a computer chip giving him abnormal agility. So that is kind of where the movie came from. And that is essentially what the movie Movie is is. about. Yeah. Okay. They made this movie for $3 million. Okay. I don't don't know how. (laughs) Considering how much special effects and all that stuff is, I literally do not know how. 
And then you look at like a Marvel movie and you're just like, <laughs> special effects wise, like, bitch, what's that looks going bad. On? They always look terrible. And I'm just like, you spent $100 million on this and it looks like this? For real? I mean, this is not like the technological, like technological masterpiece or whatever, but it's just like, damn, for $3 million, <laughs> you can't even offer people $3 million to be in your movie. <laughs> they won't show up. And like with this film being the budget as it is, it doesn't star too many notable people. The most notable, per- like there's two notable people in, in in a way that if you know, you know, kind of notable. Yeah. And the first person is Logan. Marshall Green. I keep calling him not Tom Hardy. So Logan, um, Marshall, Logan Marshall Green, Green and Betty, Betty Grable. Um, Gabriel, sorry. Yeah. Um, Betty Gabriel was in um, Get Out. Um, yeah wasn't she the lady um that was kind of like short-circuiting? yes she was the grandma i always read i always reference her I'm like is that the lady who's short-circuiting <laughs> yeah she was the grandma and get out basically yeah. um and she was in she was in westworld for three episodes i don't remember um mm-hmm. and then she was also which was a movie that we were going to talk about but that's a little bit different <laughs> and uh logan marshall green was in a lot of Logan Marshall Green was in Prometheus. Yes, he was also in The Invitation, which go like it's a super amazing movie, which a banger. If we ever get back to our roots and start talking about cults again. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot of a lot of material that's popped up in the last four years or so. Yeah. If you listen to our earlier episodes, we did a couple of episodes about cults. We did a movie that no one has ever talked about again. No one knew of before we found it. People have told um, me that, yeah. <laughs> what was so, like, go to the archives and find those episodes. <laughs> something about, oh, Sound of My Voice or something? Like yeah, that, Sound yeah. of My Voice. Yeah, that was an interesting one. <laughs> Prometheus still gets spins in this household, even mm-hmm. if it is kind of a mess of a movie. Um, he was very hot. Now, I forgot how he did not make it in that movie, but he got the, he got the alien in his eye. <laughs> That was so gross. There's so many parts of that fucking franchise that are disgusting. And also features <laughs> some sort of robotic entity that's just like, mm-hmm, I could help you. He's like, yeah, I don't, but I won't want to. So bye. I just don't fucking feel like it. <laughs> bye guys. The him and was it in the original Ash? That one always freaked me out. Ash, Ash is a little ba- better than David. I'm sorry. No, David is Ash. definitely pure evil, but Ash is a little bit of a like a. Oh, no, Ash is like this is. isn't in my protocol. My protocol said I can't do it because I gotta do this. David's just like nah, fuck y'all. Ash said I just I feel like y'all are gonna die anyway, so don't ask me for help. <laughs> I can't help you. I'm so sorry. Oh, I hate it. Was that Bob Hoskins, right? Um, let me see. Mm-mm. Who is that? Oh, Ian Holm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that um? Does um? Bilbo. <laughs> is Ian Holm still alive? Oh no, he died mm-hmm. two years ago. He met Uncle Charles. Not Bob. Why did I say Bob Hoskins? I guess they kind of look the same. They look mm-hmm. like they favor. They favor. Maybe cousins. They favored at the time, but yeah, that's a. <laughs> Ash was so fucking over them. He was like, y'all are, y'all are good. Y'all are good. Y'all are good and dead, actually. So I don't really need to step in. So also we have one of my other favorite robot. Well, not robot, but I guess like Siri-esque thing is Hal. 
Oh, mm. I was like, oh, sorry, I can't do that. Definitely will not be helping you. <laughs> mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn off the oxygen now. Bye. <laughs> what an insane character. Like, <laughs> that's the thing that I guess that's, that's such a like a reflection of our attitudes with technology. It's like you have this like helper helper character helper computer thing that will eventually turn on you which is basically the premise of this movie um Mm -hmm. that you know you get this like super sick um upgrade which you like your life is kind of not only restored but like enhanced and you can do all this shit and whatever but like (laughs) the 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 entity that's helping you the artificial intelligence that's actually like helping you has nefarious plans Which I don't remember was how even like in the fairies, he was just like, um, I'm not really, is it like more of like an Ash thing or did he have like plans for them? I forgot what Hal's whole thing was. I think he was just, I haven't watched, um, 2001 in a very long time. Yeah. I think he was just like, yeah, I'm not feeling this anymore, <laughs> but I'm not sure. I guess cause you know, like they all have protocols and stuff. And they'll be like, well, this doesn't go with my protocol, which is like a directly like antithesis to human problems because mm-hmm. like we don't really follow. I mean, we follow laws and stuff, but like, you know, when she gets out of, out of whack or whatever, like, you know, we kind of reach for chaos <laughs> and computers and stuff like that. That's like, that's not really how they work because of like coding and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But then sometimes they kind of go rogue a la Westworld <laughs> or something like that. Start ripping, ripping body parts. <laughs> Take them. Ah, I missed the old Westworld, like the TV show. That first season didn't make any yeah. sense, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Took them forever to get to where they need to go. But once they got there, I was like, all right. Yeah, it was worth it. Start killing people. No. <laughs> Take over. So yeah, so I mean, Brady kind of like went over the premise of this, but basically this movie is about a guy named Gray, which is such a, okay, like a choice of a name, <laughs> Gray Trace. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's, that's a bad name. I'm that's sorry. a stand-in name for like the name where you're like, I'm just gonna put this name here until I need to come back, like circle back and like rewrite this draft mm-hmm. and you just never changed it. But um, yeah, he's like a technophobe who lives, um, in like an unnamed city with his wife Asha who is a I don't know they never say what her role is but she works for this tech company called Cobalt who like specializes in like making um like limbs and things for veterans and um it's very interesting because they have a smart house and Asha has a smart car but like Gray is like a I, I like things that are real and tactile and blah 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 and he has like a record player <laughs> and he and has an old car yeah he works on cars he's like doing like a he's restoring a firebird for somebody we find out later who um and you know he cuts himself he bleeds like a man <laughs> and stuff like that so uh I don't know why they're together but we can go we once we get into the story we can talk about that um and so uh yeah he and his wife delivered this car to this like tech guy named Aaron and um Aaron shows him this chip and the chip is called stem which also this name (laughs) 
STEM, you know, STEM. girls in STEM. Um, Black women in tech. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, y'all, it's not called something bad it doesn't even have like a thing it doesn't have like it's not it doesn't mean anything yeah it's not an acronym for no like super tech engineer okay i'm not good at acronyms so y'all don't judge me about that but it could have been something because i think hal's name is heuristically program algorithmic computer or whatever yeah, like, like IBM. I mean, I mean, I think it's supposed to be like IBM or whatever, but like something like that. You can make us a bullshit girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just put some sciencey words in there. But it STEM. was a STEM, STEM, science, technology. What is it? The other one? E. How so? Engine. Oh, I was engineering. I think it's engineering. No, I think it is engineering and math. Engineering and math. Yeah. Um, I was an art student, so that's the extent. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a math class. I almost failed. <laughs> and that was the last time I've touched a, a math anything since I was in college. So 2007. <laughs> yeah. So they, he introduces them to STEM, which is like this like computer chip that looks like it was made in like 1960. It looks like, it looks like a roach. Like the guy said, <laughs> yeah, it looked like they look like they used to sell toys like that. It's probably one of them little toys that is it like what's little this? nanobot it was like a little yeah like, it's like fake well yeah i remember those i um, forget what they're called but they're, it's a little toy little thing that you could get and they move around um but like, that's what it is were they like remote controlled or something yeah I'm making that up i know what, what you're they, saying but i don't know what that was specifically um it, it looks so i bad. forget what they called they look so bad though because i was just like now if my sim card in my phone (laughs) is smaller than that i think we have a problem but you know it's just really ridiculous and um and so like they they end up delivering this car and 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 all that and have this weird conversation with him and then as they're leaving or no when they leave they're on their way home the self-driving car is like doing some weird shit it crashes and um some like gangsters like roll up conveniently right after they crash and shoot asha in the stomach so they kill her and then they um shoot him in the neck and that is kind of where the story (laughs) that's really like and so then he gets like this like opportunity from aaron to be like hey i can put this chip in your neck stem won't tell anybody but like you could like um like basically have your old life again or whatever. Um, and we can talk about what that means. And um, yeah, but we can't tell anybody because, you know, the government's all up in my shit and they won't let me do this. You know, you have to test people for this, but we're it's not going to test you. Yeah, procedure. it's an experimental <laughs> procedure and you're going to be the guinea pig. And he's like, well, fuck it, who cares? So he's like, I guess I'll do it. After he says, oh, what would your wife want you to do? I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess that's how you're going to swing this so yeah he gets the chip and he gets upgraded oh somebody has to put the six million dollar man music in here it won't be me but somebody (laughs) somehow imagine the six million dollar man music um so that's the basic premise he gets this like upgrade um by a computer chip in his neck um i do find it funny first of all he's such a technophobe which is so weird because how can you 
be such a technophobe in such a high-tech city with a wife that clearly loves technology and live you wouldn't live where you you personally would not live where you live like no, I feel you'd like live like in the mountains or something yeah also you wouldn't live in your house no the house is so tricked <laughs> out it's got like the fucking like table like talks to you like not the table but like the table's got like touch touch technology and all this shit and then like the house comes in like when you come in the house it's like Asha the temperature in the house is 72 degrees and the grid has been charged to 86% and you've run out of eggs. <laughs> like It tells you all this shit, which like my mom has like Alexas and stuff and those are weird enough. Like, and they just live like in the corners of our house. Like, but the house like tells you like all this shit unprompted. <laughs> <laughs> the car also it's a smart car and it looks like a little weird tank I don't understand I hate when technology like when we imagine technology that it's ugly like it looks all boxy and like uh, like like I hate the way Teslas are look but they don't look like a box like they don't look like somebody bent up some cardboard <laughs> and did this weird thing so I don't understand like it doesn't look like it was made by human hands or like designed by humans so i'm just like who designed this ugly shit like damn <laughs> is that but is stem doing cars too is that who does the car yes stem probably did it well yeah it's a mess it's a hot ass <laughs> mess the car talks when she when ash is in the car riding with like riding up to the house she's talking to like some i guess like a work colleague and he's talking about like you can't be what do you say? You can't be an idealist and a capitalist at the same time. And she's like, well, maybe I will. And that's the end of the conversation. I'm just like, was that supposed to go places? Because it, it never came back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, what does it have to do? Like, his journey has nothing to do with capitalism. It is. This is a revenge story. Yeah, it ends up being a revenge story. But I'm just like, it has. he doesn't turn into like a freedom fighter. Like, yeah. it's not like the Matrix where, like, Neo's, like, has a purpose or whatever to, like, rescue all these people. It's just, like, I would like to know who murdered my wife and I'm going to beat their asses. Yeah, this is a very, into the police. small story. Yeah, it's a very single-minded story, but there seems to have long, there seems to be, like, stuff happening around him that he's not really registering, and, like, the movie will bring it up, and I'm just kind of like, well, where are we going with this? And then it doesn't go anywhere, and I'm just like, well, can we go back to that? <laughs> like, fuck all this stuff. Like, can we go back to the, like, why, why, I mean, like, what, what in the movie will tell you about like capitalism versus idealism or whatever because I don't believe you can because <laughs> the law of capitalists who have underpaid undercut and overworked their people <laughs> to get to where they are and people think that's okay that people think that's like like poor people think that's okay for them to have done and it's very very disconcerting when you see those conversations on the internet because I'm just like do you know you're the people that are being undercut <laughs> and overworked like it's not no no name faceless person you're the person they're doing it to you <laughs> so that you can in turn do it to someone else yeah when you're in that when you're miraculously in that position when you miraculously cut like hit a bag he hit a lick and you you know get whatever kind of you know monetary step up 
to like another tax bracket or whatever. You could turn around and sell your your shitty ebooks online <laughs> and make people go to five hundred dollar conferences to learn how to BS people and do tax fraud. <laughs> like, those are the hustles I see. And it's always you're always hustling people who look like you and are from the same neighborhood as you. And I just find that very, very interesting. Because subconsciously, you know that you can't do that to nobody else but the people around you. And then you're like, well, black people are in a crab is in a bucket mentality. And I'm just like, are you not contributing to that? (laughs) Holding the bucket down? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But this movie doesn't go into that. This is a, this is like a, I'm starting a dialogue, but like, you just kind of set that breadcrumb there and there's no other breadcrumbs to like keep going with it. Maybe this is the conversation that they're going to have for what they're shopping for, like the potential TV show. Yeah, there's going to be a TV show. After Lee said that there wasn't going to be a sequel at all, Jason Blum's like, fuck all that. We're going to have a sequel. (laughs) And then uh, I guess, what, like a couple years ago, maybe? that Lee was like, okay, well, we're going to have one. We're going to do it. And they decided to make it into a TV show, which I'm just like, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to pull out the story to be like a bigger thing. Like, it just can't be about you and revenge because who gives a fuck? Yeah. But you have personal problems. (laughs) Like, we're going to have to explore the world that you built because like, why are there police drones? (laughs) Why? Yeah. Like, why? Why is the city as it is? Like, what led to the city being, like, how did you, okay. So there's some kind of disparity between Asha and... Gray. Gray. Christian Gray. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, because... I look like him, though. Oh, God. He does the beard and everything a little bit. I mean, I would like Logan Marshall Green more than Jamie, whatever his name is. Dornman? Sure. (laughs) I'm Um, sure you're lovely, Jamie, but I've I've made my choice. (laughs) Because whatever, like, they have, you could tell that they have different backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah, Um, he's from, like, a poor area. Yeah, because he, like when they got into the accident he they were going into his neighborhood and you could see there his neighborhood has like it looked like something from like the running man kind of like it's like like trash cans on fire like it's like 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 it's movie language for like this is a bad neighborhood like you don't want (laughs) on the wrong side of the tracks yeah like that's exactly what it is for like that's what they're telling you what was that and, neighborhood what was that neighborhood in batman begins was the downs or whatever where like you went below ground basically below ground ish and everything looked like <laughs> like a shanty town yeah it, it was it was bad it's it, like i don't know why they do this in films but everybody's neighborhood looks like that honestly yes. <laughs> like all of the quote-unquote bad neighborhoods in whatever city don't just look a like. random trash can on fire. yeah like just oh, everything's on fire yeah, and I'm just like, you know, poor people do care about their neighborhoods, too. They do try to keep them as nice as they possibly can. <laughs> like, it's usually due to neglect or whatever. But go ahead, go off. <laughs> like, even in the future, it's not going to be like this. Like, we're yeah. in the future now, but like, yeah. It's not even like in what, if we ever make it to 2040 or whatever, I would say the yeah. next benchmark will be. Um, 
we still gonna have just people setting shit on fire <laughs> yeah. i mean people set shit on fire here all the time but like i just find it very like like damn you think poor people don't care about where they live but i guess just it's just supposed to be a seedy area and uh-huh. it's called like new crown or something yeah we never find out where she's from, though. No, but she's like, <laughs> like whatever she has going on in her head, she's not. She oh, it's ice- okay, girl. Like my car has it. Like, yeah, she got ice cream music like, going. No, girl. Like we are not where we're supposed to be. I think we need to be paying attention. She's like, mm, girl, it's okay, girl. The car yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. Like when, like. I'm very confused on how they're still together, not how they're still together, but like how they're making this life works. Because at one point she's like, can we print a pizza? Like you want to print a pizza? Not make Y'all be printing pizzas. Like, let me get a printed pizza, please. I wonder when, yeah, when are the 3D printing? That's the been the coolest thing I think has come out of like technology lately. It's been like 3D printing, which of course, like, of course, it's being used for nefarious things because people are talking about printing guns and shit. And I'm just like, why do you go to like the worst possible thing? You couldn't go to yeah. like, something that could help people and like make lives better fast construction I mean I mean not like a 3d printed house or whatever but like like like, you know like ramps and stuff for the disabled and like you know fixes especially infrastructure fixes and now you went to shoot each other I'm just like what the fuck is wrong with everybody like this is the problem with technology it's not just technology it's just like the culture that is creating the technology is is so damaged. And I'm just like, don't make anything. It's even get the shit together. Stop. <laughs> Wait, let's make it. Let's make the worst version of what we have using what we have currently. Like, like let's make it worse. Yeah, just um, make it as worse, like as terrible as possible. But yeah, she doesn't really. She's always like happy go lucky when it comes to like tech stuff, and he's always like fuck this I don't want to do any of this like he makes her ride with him to the to the tech guy's house to Aaron's house to deliver this car um because he says he can't he can't program the car he doesn't know how which I'm just like how are you living in this world so you've been driving around everywhere in this car like how do you get gas Especially for a muscle car, (laughs) they're not very gas friendly (laughs) it's like what are you doing but she's, you know, and she's like, I have to work. And he's like, well, come help me, blah, blah, blah. I need you. That's how they end up going in the first place. But she's very excited to meet the tech guy. And the tech guy is uh, very weird. And he doesn't know what he do for work, for real. I think he had, okay, so I think Gray is a mechanic. But I think he's like a mechanic for like custom cars. Like, No, I was talking about Oh, Aaron. Aaron, because like, oh yeah, we don't ever. We never figure out what he does. STEM, like he's like he does everything. STEM can do because like Gray's like, well, what it what does it do? And he's like, uh, <laughs> it could do everything. It could do anything. Whatever you want, it got it got you, dog. <laughs> It could flip it. It could twist it. It could put the thing down, flip it, and reverse it. It got hey, you, you know. Yeah, it could do it. You know, Stim got it. But then the the, was, the explanation or like the examples he gave me is like, oh, he could calculate anything. I was like, okay, well, my phone can do that. Like, what do you say? And I was like, <laughs> this is very vague. Like, yeah. He he was like, and he um Gray was looking like, yeah, all right, and I was looking like. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. All right. This is some bullshit, bro. <laughs> like, that was a lot of nothing. Because mm-hmm. you, you just said you could plug it up, plug it in. <laughs> like, yeah, the way they do STEM is also very like. Do you think that's how that would work? <laughs> you describe like a Raspberry Pi chip, basically. Like, yeah, like, you can do whatever. Phone, like it just goes into a Google phone and just powers up your shit. Like I, I don't like it. Doesn't because like okay, so Ash is very excited to meet this man. Um, and Aaron, I also find it interesting that they named him Aaron spelled with an E, like E-R-O-N. I, was like, <laughs> I okay. kept saying like, like, cause my subtitles are on. I was like, Enron? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like Enron. It looks exactly like, it's missing like a letter, but it looks exactly like Enron. I was like, I guess that's techy enough. I mean, is it supposed to be just like Elon? Oh. Probably 2018, probably. Yeah, Tesla's been on the scene for a while. I don't know when it became like a thing that every, I mean, where I live, everybody has a Tesla. It's kind of, kind of, I'm like, damn, I got money. Uh, <laughs> we also have charging stations here, which we don't have back home in Texas because mm. Texas, is an, ooh, Texas is an oil <laughs> state. So, like, obviously not. It's so funny too because everything I know about Elon Musk is like, he's supposed to be smart. <laughs> he's supposed to be smart are you sure it's pointing to another direction (laughs) entirely but like the characterization of Aaron is like I guess it's supposed to be like every sort of weird creepy tech guy where he's kind of like doesn't know how to talk to people and doesn't really know how to interact with anybody um when they meet him he's futzing with a cloud like one of the, like a, a cloud that's inside and they ask him what he's doing with it he's like oh this is my cloud and he doesn't give any other explanation <laughs> so I was just going is this supposed to be like I'm a tech guy I know how to do things and do math and so I can just make whatever I fucking feel like it is that what it is and I think so and it's pointless because like who is this what are you gonna do with the cloud inside See, my brain is like, oh, maybe you can water things. But like, I think it's just like the spectacle of like, I can play God. (laughs) I think I have a physical cloud. Also, it might be a visible, a visible representation of a cloud. Oh, God. Not the cloud. Yeah, like the cloud. Also, it's a cloud. I mean, it is cool that you have a cloud because like, you know, it's one of those things that (laughs) as a human being, you'll never touch in your life. But like... (laughs) It's just so ridiculous. And 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 Asha's like, oh yeah, I work for this cool company called Cobalt. Like, we're not like you guys. Cause I think he ha- owns a company called Vessel. Yeah. And um um Aaron is rude to her. He's like, Yeah, your company's not like mine. <laughs> Let me show you STEM. And um, which is just kind of like, why are you showing me this in the first place? But I mean, it's very really awkward. The whole like scenario is kind of weird because like Gray is basically like, I like this is all bullshit like your little stem thing can't make babies or play football which is such a weird like <laughs> that's what you think is you like unique to humans is babies and football i mean like other mammals don't have babies or other creatures on the planet don't have babies and then like other mammals can play games they do <laughs> but can they play football have you seen a dolphin play football 
I bet you a dolphin could play football. A dolphin could play football. <laughs> I would go to a dolphin football game. Honestly. A dolphin could wreck Tom Brady. <laughs> Man, like a like a goofy like man thing to say being like well can you play football no okay and I was like, all right this is so dumb <laughs> in my notes i wrote like don't be going places embarrassing me asking dumbass questions in front of my like peers like yeah that's what her, that's i mean it's not like her direct peer but like they work in similar industries like she would probably cross paths with him with him one day if he ever leaves that basement weird thing his house is kind of cool, kind of. Mm-hmm. I like the little moon, not moon, the little rock thing, and then you go down and all that. It kind of reminded me of another movie that Lee did, which was The Invisible Man. That's terrifying. We had to talk about that one day. Also, using technology to be evil <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> to harass women? Yes. Oh, y'all are definitely good for that shit. <laughs> My God, I would be on here all day. <laughs> talking about that holy shit that movie is good it it is really it's like not scary and like a like a horror scary like a blood scary but it's just scary just like as a woman (laughs) yeah it's it's a it's a movie that um I had to pause that a lot and be like I get up (laughs) and get me a snack or something (laughs) I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't expecting it to be like it is and I was like oh yeah that was my first Invisible Man like watch. Like I've never watched any of the old ones and all that stuff. And I was just like, this is a lot. <laughs> and they make the Invisible Man a tech guy. Mm-hmm. Of course, because who lacks more empathy <laughs> for other human beings and have the wish to control things that you shouldn't have any control over? Mm. Yay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they go to this like, um, well, so they're leaving the house, the car crashes. The car, the car is similarly like, I feel like it's like taken over by something because at first it veers off course, then it starts going really fast. They're telling the car to stop and or like re, um, like reroute itself. And the car is like, no, sorry, error, error, error. And that's like the worst, that's the last thing you want to hear when you're like, <laughs> when you're in some like speeding vehicle. Um, and so, yeah, the car crashes in basically near like a homeless encampment. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's supposed to say something about however much money this fucking car costs versus like these poor people who are like living in tents and stuff. Um, oh, and we didn't talk about the city. The city kind of reminded me of like a because um, either they filmed that one season in Westworld in like Singapore. And I feel like maybe they reference. I know they filmed this in Australia, so I don't actually know what what the basis of this was. But it was a very interesting city. But we, yeah, when they crash, it's just like, oh yeah, this is the this is the wrong side of the tracks, <laughs> the wrong side of the tracks. And and these gangsters come out and they kind of say like, oh, we're here to rescue you. And then they pull out Asha because he luckily, first of all, they didn't have no seatbelts on because they were trying to get it on in the car. And then. What's that? That didn't work. They were fine when they got out of the car. And then Gray assumes that they're robbing them. They're being robbed or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you can take the car, take the money, whatever. And then there's like, they just start beating him up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They're beating his ass. 
Um, one guy, they're all masked figures. There's also the police drones who are like watching. So the police are aware this is happening. And they're just like, hey. I, I guess they like, send somebody, but they don't send somebody fast enough. It's just it's like, um, yeah, <laughs> we see this. Yeah, and they, you can see like they're trying to identify the suspects, but they can't identify them. Um, and one guy has his mask off, which you find out who he is later. But he um, he starts talking to Asha. He's like, yeah, you think of me as scum and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, who she doesn't know you? <laughs> it's such a random conversation because she's like, you're educated, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then Asha is shot. And then um, Gray is shot in the neck, like I said before. And they, you know, the gangsters, whoever, they like leave. Um, and then the cops show up, of course, late as usual. Um, and Gray is in the hospital for what, three months? Yes. Yeah. So when he comes home, he um, has to utilize a wheelchair um i thought that a was motorized wheelchair i thought that was interesting that they like that's something that's very much a thing that you could have nowadays i'm like they didn't trick him out in the hospital it it didn't like i we don't know what year this is like it's like the the distant but near future yeah just i was like you could trick out your house but you can't trick out the human body yet <laughs> yeah it, it seemed like the STEM upgrade or whatever the upgrade is would have been more immediate. Yeah, this would have been something that people would have had like on yeah. hand for stuff like this, or I don't know, like they feel like they would have done something because they the doctors have that cool like uh those like cool contacts right, uh-huh. like operating on him and stuff or not operating him. I don't know if they had him in that hospital, but in a later scene they have these like cool contacts where they can like see stuff or whatever. And I was just like, so this 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 stuff happening <laughs> because oh, i was gonna say there's body mods and stuff but like it doesn't seem like to be like a thing which is weird but also very symptomatic of our country <laughs> like this doesn't seem like a society where like disability exists oh yeah they probably in that weird capacity shit. they probably do some weird shit like eugenics or whatever they're like oh yeah you do not have that baby <laughs> um like it, it seems like a society where disability doesn't exist in this capacity if you can afford to not have it exist. Oh yeah, of course. That's how um, it always works. Mm-hmm. That shit is expensive. Like just a wheelchair is expensive. So like when I say that, like for like someone like Gray with his home, his wife and everything, it seems like him having to utilize a wheelchair wouldn't exist in this particular like the way that this society is set up it doesn't seem like this how it is how it would be if that makes sense he's like the only disabled person i think there's in the whole movie (laughs) yeah because everyone else like has like uh, upgrades um and things like that so yeah yeah it's weird i feel like he would be able to i mean they can afford all this other stuff because he ends up getting robotic arms not him personally but like his house is outfitted with see that doesn't make any sense because you can make the house have arms but you yeah like the house has um assistive technology to help um feed him Mm -hmm. um that's the only thing that you see 
in within the house. Yeah, I was kind of confused because like his mom still has to like bathe him. So his mom comes to live with him basically. And his mom's like giving him a sponge bath and like helping him in bed and stuff. Cause I was wondering about that. I was like, he's in, like, how did he get from the chair to bed? But um, because I was like, his mother cannot pick him up. I, I, yeah, I don't think she can pick up a full grown man at her age. Like, I can't do that now. So like I thought that was very interesting that like he has all these like house upgrades, but like they couldn't do anything for him personally besides the chair. And then the, the house even administers his medicine, um, which at one point he tries to kill himself with. Because, mm-hmm. like, the, it just, like, he's, like, administer, like, PM medicine. And then, like, it gives him a shot in the arm. And then he tries it again. The house is, like, all right, cool. And then he does it so many times the house is finally, like, if I give you another dose, it's fatal. <laughs> We're not doing this anymore. And the, the house, well, yeah, the house. Um, intervenes and calls for help. Yeah. Yeah. Because he starts like kind of like dozing out and whatever. But he's not a good place. <laughs> no. At all. Um, I did like the, the charger, like how he like had the charging pad for his wheelchair. That was cool. Mm-hmm. So having to plug it into like the wall or whatever. Um, yeah. So there's like cool things that like I feel like they're probably on the horizon, but like some rich person in like Beverly Hills got it first. <laughs> yeah. And again, like I'm, this is like a $3 million budget film, also fiction, but it's giving you a little insight, but not giving you like what it would like completely look like. Yeah. It's just like little things here and there. Mm-hmm. Back to the police. Gray is talking to. Detective Cortez, played by Betty Gabriel. Um, and I think people are kind of concerned about his personal well-being, but like he's like, girl, I don't care about any of this shit. I just want to know who killed my wife. Um, and the police are like Detective Cortez is basically like, we can't identify them because criminals have ways of like bypassing the system that we've set up, which I was just like, this system. <laughs> This system is such an oversight. And I'm just like, where are we in society that not only do we have drones, but we have a way of tracking people just based off of their like facial recognition. Like, I mean, that's what they're kind of doing already, but I'm just kind of like, it's like a widely accepted thing. No one's going to talk about how this is like a confirmed police state. Like, a, like, like you could say something's a police state and it definitely, we are definitely living in a police state, but like, this is like an intense, like we're just all accepting it, that this is a police state and like, you, there's nothing else we could do. Like, it's also funny that you have all this technology as the police and you still can't find nobody. We might be like two, uh, two years from this and three Facebook posts from this from people <laughs> like realizing that. I, dude, it's what? Okay. So like 2020, <laughs> about this time, 2020, actually, <laughs> about four days off. People were like, oh shit, the cops ain't really shit, are they? Bill's just sitting there and sitting on your knee and crash a windpipe on camera and they don't give a damn. Isn't that crazy? Like, how could you, like, whatever? And then, you know, we had some steam going and then people were like, but you have to have the cops. So like, so then we kind of, you know, lost some steam with that. And then once again, <laughs> we were recording this shortly after another mass shooting in this raggedy ass country. And this time people are like, oh, 
you could have helped save kids and you didn't, but you're the cops. So I feel like we're once again hitting that same, you know, momentum. I don't know if we're going to go over the edge <laughs> with that or if it's going to go into like, because usually when these things happen, they're like, oh, well, we just need more training. We had no idea that we we're supposed to be good people. <laughs> so we need some training. We need more weapons to help us be good people. And I'm just like, any day now, somebody's going to be like, you know what we need to do? We just need to launch a drone into the sky. <laughs> I like Tony Stark and his minions of robot people. His his registry. I can I just say that when that happened, I remember coming out of that movie and being like, "Is everybody okay with this? Like, this is okay. This is okay idea." <laughs> and like, Steve was the only one to be like, "Do you know this shit is fucked up?" <laughs> and, yeah. I was, and I'm like. I know the old white man is usually not right in most situations, but in this situation, I feel like we should listen. He was like, y'all can't do that. He was like, what about people's privacy and civil liberties? Everybody's like, fuck you. Like, yeah, what it's about that shit? Tony Stark for life, bitch. <laughs> Fictional characters, but yeah. Like, yeah, but then that shit turns into, because you know, people can't differentiate between fictional characters and real people nowadays. So just like, you're taking that energy over to real life. And <laughs> you really want somebody policing you and watching your every move every second of the day, even if you're not doing anything wrong. If you just chilling, minding your fucking business. And here go a robot watching your every move. <laughs> I'm like, this is not good. This is a, this is a, whatever society that Gray lives in, it is not okay. I don't know what happened to them for them to get to that point, but whatever happened did not, it did not go well. No. Cause like, what could you be doing with that technology? Cause you're not, obviously, you're not doing a good job because people are still outsmarting you. So like, <laughs> <laughs> you can start putting that money towards something else. Everybody's all, everybody is too dependent on the technology. Like too, too, too dependent on it. In this, in this, uh, in, in this, this society. Universe? In mm-hmm. our society currently or in this society? In eh, both, a little bit of both. But <laughs> most of like in gray society. Cause um, I'm going to save it for later when it pops up. You know what um, I do say is that people like, when people, we talk about people being too, too, depending on technology, I'm just like, but you still can't Google anything. <laughs> I encounter so many people who do not know how to Google because that shit is apparently just a wreck now. No, Google is, Google is bad because Google has sold all of, um, like a lot of search space to ads. Yeah, I'm like how much fucking more money do you need? But like, like damn. You, you're not getting that 10 years ago Google results yeah. at all. Yeah, I'm just like, damn, because I'm just like, you could Google it, but then I'm just like, well, I guess Google looks like absolute shit now. So, like, <laughs> yikes. I'm just like, how much more money do you need for anything? Like, obviously, you need money to run, but like, you don't, you just have ads running constantly. Why is it everything come down to ads? And I say that as someone who worked in the advertising like industry, everything comes down to ads and it just drives me crazy because it's just trash. It's just trash. Fill up everybody's thing. Hmm. like that's how we've decided society's gonna run is like if you just keep buying things and that's how we're gonna just keep this raggedy ass train running hmm. <laughs> just click on these raggedy ass ads <laughs> and that are annoying and pop up when you're trying to read you know important information just like yeah that's how it's gonna work but um yeah cops can't do anything 
story of every day, um, of course. And then um, I guess when he's in the hospital, when Gray's in the hospital recovering from almost overdosing, uh, Aaron's like, hey, I know I could have told you this three months ago, but how about some STEMI action? What's going on? You want this little chip, you know, <laughs> little roach in your back? <laughs> I could and do an implant of the stem on your spine, and you could start, you know, going back to how things were. Do some karate prior to your accident, and you know, get back into the swing of things. There was a guy. It was like a clip of some guy talking about doing implants on people similar, not similar to this. I forgot what the purpose was, but he seemed very enthusiastic about the tracking abilities of whatever this thing was. And I was like, yo, no. <laughs> Yikes. I was like, please, everybody, please don't let them start putting random. But of course, you know, people think that if you get a vaccine that they're going to start tracking you with things. So I don't know. There's not a lot of hope going on for most of it. You don't got the nanobites in you? you got them? None them of the 5G? Nanobites. The 5G that mm-hmm. is coursing through my veins as I mm-hmm. speak. It's probably not there anymore. It's been so long. Yikes. Um, mm, I don't know why he's offering him this now. Three months later. After a suicide attempt. But I guess. <laughs> I guess no time like the present. <laughs> He's just like, um, you know, got caught up with my cloud, so got to circle <laughs> back to it. I don't. This actor creeps me out too. He, he looks like my boy. Are you talking about the guy from the Cure for Wellness? <laughs> yep, he looks like my boy, Dane DeHine. How you know this Because I thought that was what I was like. Is that the guy from the Cure for Wellness? But he, this guy was in. Um, he's an Australian actor. I think his name was Harrison Gilbertson. He was um, in the um amazon tv version of a picnic at hanging rock and he was annoying as shit in that movie mm. or in that, in that tv show yeah not a fave but i also was wondering how much does this chip probably cost this chip is priceless <laughs> this chip could do anything you could pop it in anywhere it could do anything this chip is priceless it's weird because like when you see the chip in action they're just like well, what is it doing besides like superhuman speed or whatever but like like can you make me a bowl of popcorn but like I would be making the bowl of popcorn with your assistance that's not what I want I want you to do it for me but like think about how like he just literally just put it into flesh like he just that was also ridiculous he didn't have a port back there it wasn't no (laughs) port it wasn't like he didn't pop it in and plug it in it was it was just flesh he was like david cronenbergen back there it was kind of gross it was a little gross he was cronenbergen back there so (laughs) technically the the chip is priceless because he just popped it into flesh cronenberg would have said let's have a little bit more blood let's have a little more squish (laughs) A little bit more squish in that than that little because when he opened him up, I was like, damn, did you open up his spine too? Like, why does it look so crunchy back there? I don't know what his spinal column looks like in the flesh, but like it looks like they kind of fucked him up a little bit. <laughs> it's like, what, what is this medical malpractice suit waiting? To I mean, he didn't look like a surgeon. He probably not a surgeon. And he yeah. was doing that himself. So it's, it's just Mark Zuckerberg cutting people open. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's on the ground with his little bang. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. his, little, his little beady eyes. 
and cutting people open, <laughs> covered in sunscreen or whatever the hell. Ugh. <laughs> I yeah, he does the surgery. He just sticks the chip in there. I don't know what it's you know. You have to suspend all belief, I guess, because like. What is it plugging into? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's literally just laying on top of like bone, basically. That's, that's when you think about it, that's what it's doing. But it adapts. So that's why, like, it's just, it's by, like, it's bio, it's organic, it's mechanical, it's meshing with the flesh. It's very roach like, honestly. <laughs> it's just like in there. Yeah, it's just hanging out. Like there's nothing else. Like they literally don't they don't put anything else instead of like a receptor or like like a little like receptacle or something like holding the chip in. It's just like you're free floating underneath your neck, <laughs> underneath your neck skin or whatever. <laughs> and it's very um yeah, it looks like a quick quick procedure, quick recovery time. Cause basically he can walk, he can move his arms, he can walk. Um he ends up running on a treadmill and doing all this stuff. And um, I also found it funny that he was like the only person, apparently he's the only person that this has ever been tested on. So who knows if like they did any animal testing or any sort of like who, where's the technology? Where's the background? You know what this reminds me of too? It's fucking Hollow Man. Remember Hollow Man? <laughs> oh yeah. When I was like, hey, you should watch Hollow Man. <laughs> You can actually watch Hollow Man on Netflix right now. Hollow Man, he was like, yeah, they just tested this on this gorilla and it went not well. I'm going to do this on myself. Yeah, mm. did the gorilla die or something like that? Yeah, like, the gorilla had like a heart attack, half invisible, was gone. Man, his <laughs> Uncle Charles too. Yeah, gorillas have Uncle Charles as well. Um, <laughs> of course. Kevin Baker was like, yeah, I want to be invisible so I could do crimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he did. Basically, that's what happens. It's just like technology corrupts everybody. So don't fuck with it. That's kind of the, the I guess, the theme or the moral. Um, it's certainly the moral here, uh, but we haven't even gotten to the crime yet. Um, so he had to sign an NDA. Because he won't tell anybody. I don't know how long this experiment is supposed to last. They don't, I don't remember if they ironed out the terms or whatever. So um, yeah, he's just got this chip chilling in him. So he's walking around his house. I think the the what, detective sends him like files about the murder or something. But I was and that seems like a bad idea. First of all, why are you sending him files about the murder? Second of all, so like is he, he's already in a emotional state, a very precarious emotional state. And then also you're sending him paper files. Yeah. I mean he that is a preferable for him, but I guess, but like you're assuming he's still quadriplegic. So who is going to would you want his mom to read him the, the details of the <laughs> like, murder I investigation? Don't feel like this is appropriate. Like it's not. This it's fully not. The victim and the like, the family of like. It's not appropriate. This is not appropriate. Like you got to do your job. Like this isn't a solve your own investigation type deal. Yikes! They sure should not. <laughs> Just like, imagine. Oh my god. And it's a bad decision all around. Like why? Why would you include someone in that? Like. 
you're going to re-traumatize that person. I guess it's because, like, it's like if you don't involve him, he's going to keep coming around anyway. But, like. But you can't be like, here. You can't. Yeah, here's all the details and all the, the autopsies and all the other shit. Like, what do you say? <laughs> what are you doing to him? You're going to ruin his life. Yeah, you just got to be like, well, if you think of something else, please Inc- let me know. Including like, the, the video, the drone footage. You're yeah, sending would- drone footage. That of was the, the worst idea. Of his wife and him being shot. Like, they're being shot. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> that was the worst idea. Like, it's I don't know what. It's like your local police department, like, shooting some one of your loved ones. Like, here, by the way, let me just slip you Here's this all disc. the unedited footage. Here you go. Like, yeah. why, would, why would you do that? Like, it's such that a traumatizing thing. I cannot even imagine. I don't want, I never watch those, like, I never watch any police video, period. But, like, I cannot imagine, like, be a family member and be like, obviously, you watch those, and you know, when the police are bullshitting you or whatever. But, like, I cannot imagine me just being like, let me watch this on a loop. To solve my own. The one you see, okay, <laughs> but a bit, bit too much logic here. <laughs> We're for, the, for. for the film, for the, for the film. film, yeah, in, in real life, like, hell no, don't do that shit. <laughs> and be like, uh, I'm like, I hope this is not accessible to like other people because you know, people be hacking into shit. I'm like, oh, please don't say this is like public, like, this I is mean, public it, consumption. Like, can you just watch this on like a regular, like a live link or whatever? <laughs> like, that'd be a so lot terrifying of accessible to the public that probably shouldn't be too it shouldn't be distributed by the public too and i hope people much. listening think about that yeah please do not show me videos of people being murdered please don't show me pictures of animals being killed by other animals because i have seen that on twitter and i always want to be like what the fuck is wrong with y'all and i always i don't i feel like twitter be changing my settings too and like Cause I have autoplay turned off and still somehow I managed to see some weird ass shit. Well, y'all are weird. Y'all are weird. And there's a distinct lack of empathy for any other living thing that's not your And I just want to know, I just want y'all to investigate that a little bit. Just interrogate why you feel like that is okay. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so he's um, slowly driving himself to madness. <laughs> yeah. And then we hear the voice the voice mm-hmm. of God. <laughs> and then Stem is like, hey, I think you, you know what? Hey, what's up, partner? What's that up, bud? What's yeah, up, weird. buddy? He doesn't even say hi. He's just like, oh, can I help? And I'm like, sir, there's a voice. Can you imagine just a voice just like popping up in your head being like, not a voice of your own, <laughs> being like, hi there. I would be, if, if a voice like that popped up, I'm like, that sound vaguely Pip-Pip Cheerio, I'd be like, <laughs> vaguely, is it cheese day? I'm like, what? Vaguely in it island. <laughs> I'd be like, what? I don't know what I would do. My first thought was I would run headfirst into a wall, but I don't know. <laughs> I would freak out a little bit because I'd be like, I know that's not my bad. Hello. I know that's not me. Would you, I know that, that's not me. Who was that supposed to be? That's supposed to be Dick Van Dyke. Like, pick that's the, my hello. But you like cheese day. Is that you on a like on yourself at your house by yourself? Uh-huh. That's me every <laughs> every cheese day. Your personal hello, love. I'm about to listen to a little Ari Styles. All like, right, she's uh-huh. been practicing, you guys. Uh-huh. That's me every <laughs> cheese day. Uh huh. Yeah. Shout out to our shout out to our listeners from the UK that be holding <laughs> us down. Y'all won't be holding us down. I'm just. <laughs> 
when I'm about to go like um, eat my cup of beans, shoot it back. Yep. The, the double cup. Did you see that? Double <laughs> cup beamed up. Yep. <laughs> but like if if that happens, if like a vaguely British voice like starts talking to me and I'm like, it is not that particular voice that I do when I'm like excited <laughs> about eating beans, like I would be scared. Yeah, it's very um I'm trying to think. It would just be like the voice of God talking to Adam and Adam being like, all right, I just woke up. I don't know what's going on. How do you and- want me to put some drawers on? What? <laughs> the leaf isn't covering it. Like, is that I gotta just grab some leaves to cover my situation? To feel shame. God said I gotta put drawers on now. So I don't know how to feel. I don't even know what drawers are, but. Guy said I had to put him on today. Good grief. That would just be like <laughs> such a that would freak me out. And he's the only one who can hear Stem. Like people can't hear him. Like it's not like we're hearing Stem. It's like he's on like a like a microphone. Like a we can hear him very clearly, but like people, other people can't hear him. So he's talking to Stem. He'll be talking to Stem sometimes, and people are like, Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> he's talking to this, he's talking to his voice. I think at one point he's looking at his little like whiskey and he's like, Am I what the fuck is happening? Um, and so I guess Tim is like, hey, I got the tea on who shot Asha. Look at this guy. Do you see him? He doesn't even have a gun in his hand. So the people don't have guns. Like we assume they had guns because we heard guns, but we didn't see any guns. But the guy just like basically holds up his hand and like a bullet comes out. He's like, I'm biggin. Yeah. I'm biggin. I'm biggin. I'm biggin that Abby. <laughs> <laughs> he's like let's zoom let's rotate yeah he just, com- computer enhance you know <laughs> <laughs> every time they do that let me just tell you they could do that all they want to that shit does not work in real life <laughs> mm. <laughs> something called pixels and they will get pixelated like it'd be looking a little blurry um but stem can see all this stuff and he's like oh this guy has a tattoo let me draw it and he like briefly takes over gray's body so that he can draw this like barcode tattoo which is apparently a tattoo that all military service people get and then (laughs) why can the barcode be scanned and your entire life's information be brought up your name Mm -hmm your blood type i think it said that he was catholic gave his address his current address but that's like a part like i guess that's like a like an accepted thing like if you want to be a military serviceman or whatever a woman you gotta get this scannable like id basically like you're a walking barcode yeah. isn't that is that not weird what's wrong with the driver's license <laughs> I I guess in this society, in case something goes wrong or something happens, it will be easier to scan than look for documentation. Wow. What kind of shit is happening in this society that you need to do that? Who knows? We've run, we have, we've outlasted the need for paper documentation, I guess, in all forms. Mm. That's weird though. Cause you would never have your like blood type on your ID. I don't think. You would certainly not have your religion. So I'm like, who's keeping track of all this information? Feels very Mm -hmm. dark-sided. 
it's t like all of your personal information, like any, just everything about you, just right there on you. That's you. That's you. Yeah. That's you. All, That's all, a facet of you right there. Yeah. Everything that you've ever like about yourself currently, formally, like, I mean, we have birth certificates and social security cards, but like, we can't tell you like stuff like that. It's very scary. I don't know. Cause you know, like families are collecting this information for good. It's always like something like it's to be used against you later. Yeah. It's you're a member of an organization and a way to express yourself all in one. Yeah. But it's also scary as hell. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, what if you just decide to round up all the Catholics or something? <laughs> like, what? like, that's me. <laughs> ah! This society is just. It's a dark sided ass society. Yeah. And we live in a dark side of society. <laughs> so yeah. like, for me to say that, like, goddamn. Um, so they find out all this information and STEM is like, hey, like, this is this guy. Like they found the guy's name and whatever and his address. And then Gray wants to go to the police, but STEM is like, wait, you can't call the police because how are you gonna know? How are you gonna tell them, you know, what we've what we've like found out like you can't I mean you shouldn't know any of this information you shouldn't you can't tell any of them about me because you signed an NDA which I'd be like well fuck that NDA like <laughs> but I don't know um so Gray decides to go be a vigilante and he shows up to the neighborhood like our friend's guy's house in his wheelchair and I guess he manages to like evade the drone somehow um a don't little don't really I mean yeah he's on the footage but I guess like later but like they don't see him get up and like walk away yeah so I don't really know how he managed to do that but um he does this a lot where he'll just like roll up in the chair and just like get up and <laughs> lock the chair and leave uh, um which at one point is like played as a joke but I was kind of like I don't know about the implications of that <laughs> I don't know about the implications of that at all um so He's investigating this house because um, the guy's not there. And um, he's looking at like he, the guy has one of those like tables where you can like look around and all that shit. Like um, like one of those touch, I guess, touch screen tables. And there's a lot of messages about a club called Old Bones, which just happens to be in in Gray's old neighborhood that he grew up in. And then like um, they're still doing some like looking around. But the guy comes home <laughs> And he's trying, like, Gray's trying to hide, but Stem is like, hey, hey, you have to beat that nigga's ass. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to do something. He's like, we can't, we can't be pussies right now. We got to fight. He's that friend that'd be like, hey, go, go, go beat that nigga's ass. <laughs> like, go do it. Um, and so it's too late. The guy sees him and they start fighting. And I guess there's, like, some exchange of, like, don't go looking deeper into whatever this is like just fucking drop it um but they're still fighting and then gray's getting his ass beat and stem is like you know little helper stem is like i could help you if you just ask for permission <laughs> but you have to say that you need you know that you give me your permission and he's like all right all right, right. i'll give you my permission <laughs> And this man, I don't even know what the hell, go go gadget <laughs> murderer or something. It is intense. It's very intense. It's a good fight scene. The fight scenes in this movie are pretty good. 
Yeah, they're 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 action packed. They are very action packed. They're very um. There's like some fun camera work because he's like he goes from like lying on his back to like just standing straight up in the air, like like almost like like he hinges off the ground. He doesn't even bend his knees. It's very like crazy. I forgot how they did this. Like they they put like a phone on some sort of like thing um to like do the whole like. Cause there's like parts where it like moves around, like the camera moves around a lot. It's very weird. Um, it's hard to explain. You have to like watch, <laughs> you have to watch it. And he is like not in control of his body. Um, and he's playing it really well. Like he's not in control of his body. Cause he's like looking at his hands doing all this stuff. It's like when it's like, I love referencing the matrix, but it's like in the matrix when Neo was kind of just like doing his whole like thing where he's barely, he's barely like putting any effort into the fighting <laughs> and Agent Smith is like trying so hard to beat his ass. And he's just kind of like, yeah, okay. I got it all, you know, <laughs> but he's horrified. Cause he's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you do that as an actor. Cause it's almost like you would see, you feel like you would be like very into it, but he almost is like, it's almost like he's watching his body do this stuff without him. Hmm. Like he's had to separate his consciousness from his body. Like if your body just starts, like imagine your body just starts walking in one direction and you're just like, I didn't tell you to do that shit. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't tell you to do that shit. Like, what the fuck? Where are you going? <laughs> And so at one point, this is gross. I didn't realize this until I rewatched it a little bit earlier today. And um, <laughs> the guy gets a knife and he's like, Stim, the guy has a knife. <laughs> and Stim picks up a knife and like, I guess he like stabs the guy and then like turns behind him. And then he does like, this, it was, he pulls the knife like through his mouth. Eh. Lee, please. <laughs> what was that <laughs> I watched it and I was like ah, ah. he's very and he, Gray is not prepared to have murdered somebody like he didn't come in to murder somebody no he just wanted to talk and get some info not yeah and they didn't really talk escalate yeah it was all escalation like he didn't they didn't have to like he could have been subdued and then be like hey give me the the tea on who killed my wife like give me the like who you work for or whatever but no he's basically just oh it was gross <laughs> i'm thinking about it again i was like i guess you are a horror director for a reason because <laughs> that's like that's disgusting <laughs> yeah all the, yeah all the fight scenes have a little bit of extra yeah, a little yeah. On them. they're like fun and then you're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> I, I was enjoying this and suddenly I'm not. <laughs> Which I guess is what would happen if you were in out of control, like your body was doing things on its own and then you were like, oh shit, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to do that. I didn't tell you to do all that. Like, ugh, it was, it was. Mm. Um, so he's horrified um, and Stim is like, well, you got to clean up the evidence now. <laughs> Like I took a record of all the services that you touched, but I'm like, don't not you not doesn't seem suspicious to you. I was like, Stem, girl, you're gonna have to help more than this because you get me into situations and this is very stressful. At that point, I'm um, like, here, you grab the sponge, Stem. Do <laughs> you do the bleaching? I'm like, girl, this isn't 
this partnership isn't a partnership at this point yeah yeah once you start murdering something with my own hands like um it becomes like a you know like a 70 30 kind of relationship <laughs> like we may have been 50 50 at one point but now it's a little bit a little bit lopsided um and so there's like a i guess later on there's an autopsy of the guy that he kills and we find out there's a weapon implanted in his arm so like he's got like body mods and i feel like was he a soldier i think so okay so yeah i remember he, correctly which I was just like, so um, are you sending people abroad and just shooting people with the hands? Like, is that what you're doing to these people? Like you signed mm-hmm. up for the military, you go in that little little sad room they got and be like, here, I'm gonna sign my life away to you forever long. And then you're gonna send me to another country to kill people. And then you're gonna, but before that you put a, a gun in my arm. This has to be mm. common knowledge. So I'm just like, what are we signing up for? <laughs> or it could be like the guest. Oh, you don't know at all. Yeah, we're just like, shh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're just being like tested. What is what was this thing? Was it like Bucky or were they giving him stuff? I feel like he was made in a lab. <laughs> in that movie, he looked like he was made in the lab. Mm. he had that blonde hair they buffed his ass up <laughs> he looked like that since Mm-mm. before or since <laughs> i was like what is this if you haven't watched the guest you should i feel like we've referenced it on this movie several times because <laughs> we always talk about how britney took like eight years to watch it or whatever um and uh it's like he was like a super soldier or something like that and he mm-hmm. um i can't remember like what triggers him but it's very um like John Carpenter-esque in terms of like the scents and everything. It's like a Halloween, set around Halloween and all the colors are really fun. It's very nice. Like, I've, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It gets to a point where we're just like, all right, what's going on? <laughs> but it's a fun movie. It's on Tubi right now. I don't know if it'll be on Tubi by the time this episode drops, but it is a, it's a good one. I think it's pretty fun to watch around mm-hmm. Halloween, um, as ridiculous as it is. So the, um, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? So yeah, the guy has a, a, a weapon implant. I feel like the weapon, not this one, but later on we see another weapon implant that is, is done by Cobalt, which is the company that his wife worked for. Um, would they never go farther into that about maybe some conspiracies, you know, corporate conspiracy regarding a company that's supposed to be helping veterans and turning them into... <laughs> bioweapons I guess like that would have been interesting to see had they had gone that far um also we find out that um that gray is being tracked by Aaron and Aaron could basically like shut stem down theoretically mm-hmm. um and also apparently Aaron doesn't know that stem can talk he was like he talking to you stem talking stem is talking to you stem got words stem yeah that should be more of a concern <laughs> <laughs> I would be like that your computer's talking I think I would shut everything down like still no, we got could articulate itself in your brain we shut this shit down immediately because yeah, I didn't put that in there like that <laughs> still was just supposed to just 
chill and walk and help you get you around your house help with the groceries whatever he like well i'm well he has a male voice so he ain't supposed to be doing all this shit now help you yeah. do murders uh-uh. yeah it's not supposed to be <laughs> it's not supposed to do all that i just boy like what this is kind of like the whole i forgot which tech company popularized this it might have been facebook but like the whole like move fast and break things i just want you motherfuckers to know when you're breaking things it usually involves people (laughs) sometimes you cannot you cannot be moving fast and breaking things when people are involved elizabeth holmes learned the hard way (laughs) again a lack of empathy my god I don't, again, I don't know how people be here and shouldn't be like, yeah, this sounds like a good idea when you're saying absolutely nothing. Like buzzwords, girl, buzzwords, all of them. Let's disrupt the, the I don't know, bread industry or whatever. Like <laughs> it could be any old industry. Let's just disrupt it. And I'm just like, it's working fine. This is when they tried to reinvent libraries and public parks. Can't there be a place where you could just go, like a stretch of grass where you could just go and like bring your dog and like hang out with your friends? And I was like, yeah, a public fucking park. Or can't there be a place where you can like, you know, check out books and like use the computer and like <laughs> for free, like you don't have to pay anything. It's like all funded by tax. Yes, it's the fucking library. Something's been <laughs> something that exists has existed for like thousand years what are you saying they're just bullshitting oh my god i'm getting upset <laughs> it's also the same we already touched nfts my god oh yeah when they said i'm they, waiting for the next scam i'm next ready for somebody to, to break it down for me about how everybody lost all their money because you know it was only poor people who lost all their money of course but i want somebody with like common sense and also a sense of um uh, what's the word? Like you're just not like you don't have a bias about it because you know most people who know about NFTs are NFT people. So I want somebody to explain it to me from like a <laughs> an unbiased point of view because I really want to know. Because then people are talking about let's do book NFTs and somebody's like, do you mean PDFs? <laughs> and that's how you know people were losing it. <laughs> Why are we reinventing things that already exist? Why don't you put the, all that brain power to good use? Mm-hmm. that's it i just that's all i want y'all to do um so these police officer sorry the police detective cortez she suspects gray from the footage like you mentioned um but she can't prove that he did anything um and then stem is like hey so we need to investigate this bar that was in the guy's messages called old bones which is like another like so on the nose oh the back to uh the officer yes uh, suspecting gray because she saw him on the footage and mm-hmm. she just literally just put it in the system like what if he did it and the system was like he didn't because it's incompatible instead of her using like, her brain yeah like going to pursue this actual detective lead work? and doing detective work so like that made me think like can you imagine if you put other things into the system and it gives you no this suspect didn't do it because it's incompatible and it could have possibly have been a lead that could have panned out for another crime that has been unsolved at this point yeah you could have been like 
like what if you had like a like a for instance like you put like their ethnicity so like you put you put ashley black lives in somewhere in california and um she was out this day doing this blah blah, blah and oh just by coincidence <laughs> somebody got carjacked like that's something like and like it's stuff like that this is like could you imagine could you just imagine and like how how much more like how biased is their particular police system like um being that this police probably extremely biased yeah. although that she's a black woman i don't think we mentioned that she's like the not the only black character but she's like one of like two black characters yeah in the movie and i'm just like i just don't know what y'all what y'all want me to do when y'all make a black lady a cop it doesn't inspire anything in me yeah i don't i don't know what to do with these characters as well they i there's so many now yeah they've moved from black men cops to black women cops in media well always would be like the black lady judge because you know we're you know the hardcore except no bullshit <laughs> type or whatever um and now we're the cops or the therapist and just like please keep us out of your institutions <laughs> all together yeah. it's gonna be yeah. all this but yeah she's um that like what is detective work you don't you don't do the detective work you don't you don't work she, she was just like no oh and then she was like damn yeah it's <laughs> like girl she's literally took you five seconds to type that in and then you're just like <laughs> she was kind of just because like what if he was like not quadriplegic but his wife had been murdered i mean obviously you probably suspect him for going after that but i'm just kind of like because she knew like the only reason that she doesn't really try to pursue this is because he's quadriplegic or she assumes he's still quadriplegic mm-hmm Please do not let the cops have any more technology. <laughs> please, please do not. So yeah, they they go to this bar called the Old Bones, which is like an off grid bar. So they don't do any like I think they only take cash, which I'm just like, who uses cash? And they don't do any of the other like I don't know what was the sign on the door, but basically they're just like we don't participate in any of of that stuff which it seems like the whole of his neighborhood does that like very analog like anti-tech sort of area i guess so um but it also seems like a place where all like the modded out sort of cyborgs hang out because i guess i don't know if you can call these people cyborgs i don't really know what constitutes a cyborg as like a cyborg rather than like a robot like where does the where does the line get drawn between like having sentiments <laughs> i mean are you people yes yeah so like but like i mean there's still people that just have like tricked out like body mods i guess for mm-hmm. some of them so and then also i was thinking too is like if these are soldiers or something hanging out here, I'm just like, what does that say about who gets to go to war? <laughs> who gets sent to war and who gets to chill at home because they had like a bone spur or whatever, or the, whatever the fuck, some of the excuses I've seen from prominent politicians that didn't have to go to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So like Dolores, robot. Yes. She not people. Yes. Ripping off But bits. 
well, who would be? I mean, Cyborg from I mean, yeah, Victor Stone. Mm-hmm. He is a cyborg because he is still a person, though he has cybernet. Like he still has robotic parts, but he still has flesh parts as well. Was like, that so still- like weird? Like he did not consent to any of that. His dad did it against his will to save him. I mean, to save him, but at what cost? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, going it was his it. father. Yeah, he be going through it. Thanks. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> so, oh, apparently Darth Vader, I guess so. Um, yeah, he's still people under there. When he did you see that? Did you see that picture of him? He looks like Vincent D'Onofrio in the cell. No, I didn't. I I didn't watch, I haven't watched Obi-Wan because I don't I don't have the login. <laughs> I I am uh, very I lazy. I no, I know the I, it's it's on my phone. I'm just literally too lazy to log in on my Roku. Oh, you get to we haven't even talked about Blade Runner with the replicants. There's a lot of cyborg stuff out here, actually, that I'm looking at. Maybe I'm more of a cyborg person because I fucking I mean Darth Vader is not a good person, but like <laughs> he's like one of my favorite characters because he's so dramatic. Why are you Little standing way. in the dark waiting to kill people? Who <laughs> Anakin? Yeah, that was in uh, Rogue One at the end of Rogue One. Oh yeah, I've never seen that either. It was a very it was depressing as hell, <laughs> but uh, especially when it came out because it came out like right around the, after the election, and I was like, everything's gonna be terrible for the next several years. <laughs> um, yeah, he was standing on a they were like on a ship, and it's all dark, and they. Th- they they feel like there's something there, but they don't realize something is there. And then he lets he lights up his little fucking chest no. plate, and then just starts massacring people and grabbing with them into the force and flinging them everywhere. And I was like, this is so dramatic. How long were you standing there, Darth Vader? <laughs> you could have. He was just being like weird and creepy like that. Yeah, just being weird and strange. I was like, Anakin, if you don't get your ass together, <laughs> that's why you almost got cut in half. This is why you lost. He got fucked up on that planet. <laughs> I have to send you the picture because he looks exactly like Vincent D'Onofrio in the cell. But shout out to my favorite cyborg, I guess. <laughs> my favorite dramatic cyborg. Oh man, it was it was ridiculous. I was like, why are you standing there for so long, traumatizing these people? <laughs> um. So at the bar, um, he goes in his chair. Um, and he, you know, gets a drink and has somebody help him with the, with the, you know, drinking it because he has a, like a straw and stuff like that. And then he turns around to the crowd and he's like, Hey, so basically like one of your dudes murdered my wife. Um, and I know he comes here. So like, what's up? Like, if he's here, let me know. And then I think he also alludes to like killing the other guy, which everybody's like, Oh, how is that possible? Like. Um, and they like laugh at him a lot, which I thought was kind of weird. I was like, wouldn't you just be like very serious if you came looking for someone who did a murder? Don't know. Um, and the guy comes out, it's like this black guy. I don't, I don't think I got his name, but basically they wheel him back to this back room, like against his will and stem turns off his like pain receptors so like when they like they fling him out of his chair and I was like, all right, that's OK. And then they're kind of like he's like randomly stabbing him. 
Yeah, they were like um, trying to prove that he was quadriplegic. And they were like, well, can you feel this? And he's like, he was like, yeah, you could just stab me. I like stab my legs to prove it because I can't feel anything. And so that's why they were doing that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't feel any of that. He's like, yeah, I don't think you need to to prove anybody's a quadriplegic. Just believe and them. I was like, <laughs> okay, all just, right, I guess. Just believe them. You could just believe that a person disabled. <laughs> when they tell like, you okay, that, girl. Even if he's not disabled, just like you don't know that. <laughs> Why are you stabbing him? But I guess I don't know what they were going to do to him: torture him and kill him, maybe. But um, basically, he gets it out of him that like stem. No, sorry, that the guy was at the shooting like present at the shooting and basically gray turns on stem and stem gets to doing his go-go gadget murder thing <laughs> yeah it was very aggressive <laughs> and he's gray tells him like i don't want to kill anybody but sim is like well i'm just gonna push these boundaries a little bit <laughs> he's like I'm, i promise i won't pinky swear pinky swear fingers crossed in the back pinky uh-huh. swear, i got you <laughs> I, I totally won't. He, I don't know what he did to those other guys, but he basically like, what did he do to this the black guy? Like, I thought they killed him, but they maimed him. <laughs> I think he did. I thought he was dead, but he. Was I like, thought what? he was dead. I was like, how is he speaking? How is anybody speaking right now? Um, he he cut some really bad or something. Yeah, it was really fucked up. Um. But he messes the other guys up. He the guy that he extracts information from. He he um, maims. We don't see that on camera. Thank you. Yeah. Um, At one point, he looks like he's horrified. Like, all right, Stem. Like, give it a rest. He's like, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. 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 Playing. Stop. Playing. Stop. He's already dead. Basically. Um, But he gets the information that he needs, and he leaves the bar. Um. And Stem is like, um, so they about to turn me off. <laughs> but luckily, I know a hacker because I've been Googling, downloading the iTunes. Should not have been a sign. <laughs> I just happened to find this hacker. You don't find hackers randomly. <laughs> like if if the like tech independently does its own research into a hacker like on its own like you didn't prompt it to and it's giving you the information but and telling you what to do that's an issue yeah the tables have been turned <laughs> um stem is like okay girl i'm gonna need you to get a pen matter of fact here's a pen grabs a pen <laughs> like okay write this down and starts giving him like a whole bunch of code to write down on his arms mm-hmm. so he has to leave his wheelchair behind um he has to like okay they about to turn me off at any second we gotta run yeah so he turns up at this like apartment building looking for a jamie mm-hmm. um to use a hack to turn off like the guards um so um stem can have like free range basically like total control over his body at any yeah. time yeah, I don't think it's present. I mean, it's not presented to Gray as like that's what's going to happen. He's just doing it as like I need, um, like I'm trying to get away from Aaron from turning me off. But he doesn't mention that like in that that code was basically like, yeah, I got you. I am now in control of your body whenever I fucking feel like it. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> 
And I, I like the scenes with Jamie because at one point, like they're like, "Do not ask me about my gender. Jamie's not even my real name. Like, don't ask me shit." <laughs> and they're you know doing their hacking, and then also there's a bunch of people with like VR headsets in the background, doing kind of like you know they obviously they're like walking around, messing up with messing with whatever virtual reality that they're in, and and Gray's like well, why would you do that? I don't understand why you would do something like that. And then she, uh, Jamie said something like, the fake world is a lot less painful when, than the real one, which I was like, I guess. <laughs> is that what people are doing in meta? <laughs> Just hanging out? I thought- Being racist I know, <laughs> Like basically what I see in meta is like people putting shit on the shelves. Like, I don't know what's going on in meta. Like, it's like the Sims, I guess. But like, the worse? Sims is- is, I mean, I do stuff in The Sims. I be having my little people, my little families. I be having little storylines or whatever for them. But I don't just be collecting stuff. And then apparently, it's like still just as bad as like the real world because there people are once again bringing their racism and homophobia and misogyny to the metaverse. Yeah, like don't call. Like if I'm trying to relax, have a good time, kick my feet up on my exactly. fake couch. Don't call me an N-word, B-word. <laughs> like, I'm trying to enjoy my escape, too. That's not an escape for me. <laughs> it's more of the same. Yeah, don't, don't, bring, don't bring slurs into my virtual home. <laughs> what the fuck? I ain't never been called a slur on The Sims now. No, I'm sure you can like, mod that shit to do it, but, like, no. You can, it might be called a slur, but, but like... <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's similar. So like, that don't have shit to do with me. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't parse that. But like, to that. Hmm. Imagine doing all that. Like you, we create this virtual world that you could do anything, and then you just do the more of the same. It just seems like human beings don't have like that big of imagination. No. To like, you could do anything, and you keep doing the same shit. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? Hmm. Can you? Do it. Can you imagine setting all that up too, and then being like <laughs> interacting with somebody, and then somebody calling you the N-word? Like, I'm sorry. Like, you have me cracking up because, like, imagining like creating a virtual, like, futuristic society, like a utopia, like a straight utopia, and then it's a, it's a white become, utopia. <laughs> clearly, like, <laughs> like, what is this? A multicultural utopia, like. Imagine like a realistic Jetsons, like like a Jetson society in okay. your like virtual virtual space, and mm-hmm. then somebody just kicked out your door on you with nigger bitch or some shit. I just like I guess they when they say it's a utopia, <laughs> when they say it's a utopia, is it like? I feel like they make these utopias without thinking of other people, like black people or like other people of color being involved. Yeah, maybe that's why they call it their utopia. Then they see us and getting involved, and like, oh no, 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 no. We didn't mean (laughs) we didn't mean to include anybody but us. I mean, we said inclusion. We said inclusion, but like maybe like more like you know like white people and spicy white people. (laughs) We didn't mean like y'all. Y'all are we said not. a two-piece spicy, two 
too spicy. There's too much flavors, too much herbs and spices being added. We don't like that. We got we got to regulate the shit. <laughs> it's like what the fuck is this? It's so dark. So I don't I don't know. When I feel like the only way to get like anywhere, I guess, is to like I don't know. I don't actually want to think that because like you see all these people who like join these like companies and stuff and they're just like, oh, I'm going to you could get the sense that they feel like they're going to change stuff from the inside. And then they can't. And then uh, they really just cannot because of how the company is like literally structured. Like, yeah, because of and then even if you get really high up, it's still got the culture baked into it. So then it doesn't really matter. And then. Oh, every time I see somebody being announced for like a diversity and inclusion person, I'm just like, girl, just run for the fucking hills. Don't even fuck around with that shit for like, I know that the they're probably paying you 200 grand a year or whatever, but run screaming for your life <laughs> because it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. Yeah. Like when you watch that um, Abercrombie doc and it's like, yeah, I just, and it's like they said they didn't want Negroes in the store, like the girls, to work there. So, like, what did you? The girl said, "I wanted to work there, not like, oh, I just thought like it was like cool or whatever." Like, she's like, "I wanted to work there," and my mama was like, "Girl, what? why?" <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. And I, I was, was like, just like, "You didn't have the clothes aren't that cute." And I was with her mama because even I was like why before she said my mom was like why and i was like why i worked at a hollister for exactly one day i oh. sold the clothes and then no i forgot how long my shift was it was literally like one day and i like called and was like i was like not on any of course i was on any of these schedules and i was like okay and i just like was like i don't want to go back there <laughs> i just never went back i just never never told them i was quitting i never i just never went back I don't even know how much I got paid that day. Yeah, I didn't get any sense of like being like discriminated against, but I was just like, I don't feel like being back there. I don't want to do all that. (laughs) It seems very boring. So um, I was probably like in college or something when that happened. Um, But yeah, that was kind of, I just, it's just so obvious when people do these like utopias or do like this, like all this like stuff regarding technology in the future and stuff remember that that sent remember that billboard when they were like there's black people in the future and people thought that was racist like white people thought that was racist like our existence in the future is is a racial problem (laughs) i just spin that one interesting very interesting god bless all y'all who are still trying because y'all won't beat me um so uh where were we so there's basically yeah he rolls out of there he goes to the hacker hacker does the 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 whole like recode i don't know how she demands sorry she i don't take know. off the, the buffers i don't know how they managed to do this um with the fucking because again where is where is stem being located like on the like on the coding because she ain't plug into no ports ain't no, no port back there there's not a plug there's no, ain't no usb ain't nothing is there a bluetooth <laughs> i don't know um Can we show up on the network like what is this 
the Wi-Fi <laughs> name and password. This ain't your Wi-Fi, Tim or whatever. Like, yeah, this I don't I don't know. I don't know. I assume that the people I assume that the film is thinking that its audience doesn't really know enough about technology to really question this stuff other than to be like, of course, yeah, a hacker can do whatever. <laughs> I was like, uh, I mean, there's limitations. <laughs> like David Cronenberg would have had like little, little you, like flesh USB coming out mm, of armpit. Yeah. And it would have been like, whoa. Yeah, I remember watching, so I watched The Matrix with my cousins over Christmas break. That was the first time they'd ever seen me because they're like under 18. <laughs> so they were like, the fuck is this? And so they, uh, I had forgotten about all the plugs that they had put in Neo and he had all those plugs in his head and down his back and stuff. And I was sitting there, I was like, this shit is lit. <laughs> they were all grossed out. And I was like, no, this is cool. This is so cool. But they didn't do that. They didn't have a little like cryogenic chamber. You know, when they have them in the goo and they you have gotta, them all plugged in. You got to goo up. Yeah, the way they did Anakin. They had him plugged in, regenerating yep. all them tissues. You got to do something. Like, you need a port. You honestly need a bio port. You need a pub. You need a port. Everybody needs I a wonder. Port. I wonder if the hacker was hacking into the little, like, chip that he already had, and then maybe through that chip. But can the police do that, too? Like, I'm giving this movie too much. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying to work out the kinks and the little... <laughs> detail holes that lee was just like girl i don't know just the hacker hack he was like they just fighting he just trying to find his wife exactly yeah it doesn't matter (laughs) but um so the guy who's tracking him is named fist that's the one who didn't have a mask on at the scene of the crime and apparently the he does some weird thing with the bar where he sneezes and then like it has like little ninja stars or something it was like little needles he was like um you know what i was gonna kill you but now i'm not i just gotta and i was like (laughs) (laughs) i was like he got he got deadly sneezes i mean you know in 2018 i didn't think none of this but now it's totally different we got monkey pox on the uh -uh. scene we got monkeypox on the scene. No, thank you. Keep that mouth as far away from me as possible. <laughs> like, he, he killed the bartender with a sneeze. And I was like, a weaponized yeah. sneeze. I was yeah. like, I don't need to see this in this moment right now. He's got like machines in his blood or, or in his mucus glands or something. That's very... <laughs> Wouldn't that just be the way of the military? Because he's a soldier. So this guy is definitely a soldier. And he's like, wouldn't that be the way of the military to be like, if we could just make you singularly as a weapon, like you don't need to carry weapons. You just are the weapon. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like they would just be, that's probably where they spend all that goddamn money that they got (laughs) every year. Um, Yeah, Deadly Sneezes and Fisk is the one, and he's in company with somebody else, tracking down uh, Gray and... um, yeah, they end up chasing him and Stem just man like barely comes back online before they catch him. And um this is the thing that bothered me. <laughs> the hacker, and I'm calling him the hacker because I think the act well, the actor is actually trans. I didn't know that, but I actually Googled them yesterday because they look familiar. And I was trying to figure out where they were from, but I haven't seen them in anything else. Um but the uh, hacker says something like, 
well, first of all, they ditch him. <laughs> Leave him in there with the VR people because the VR people are like, fuck this. I don't know what's going on and I don't care. Um, Hacker says, we can't let them win. And then like runs, grabs their shit and runs. And I was like, so is there like a larger revolution happening? Like a, like a freedom fighting thing against the military and or police body? And if that's the truth, then why are we not exploring that? Why mention it if it's not going to be explored a little bit? Hmm. Like, why would you put that little nugget in there? Because not all hackers hack for like political reasons. Sometimes they're just bored. They just be doing stuff just to take down things just for fun. Like half the time, I feel like it's just their their personal entertainment. Yeah, like zero cool. <laughs> I watched that. I actually watched that recently for the first time because I'd never seen hackers before. It's so nineties, like the the <laughs> rollerblades. <laughs> Johnny Lee, Johnny Lee Miller was out there brinking it, boy. <laughs> yeah, those, I love all the outfits in that film. Like every look, I, every single look I would wear. Angelina's little like she had like a pixie cut or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very. And then I feel like <laughs> I feel like Matthew Lillard is the '90s. Yes. <laughs> every time I see him in like Hackers and um and like uh. uh slc punk <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, he just fits in so well i don't know why like you can't just imagine him not being like covered in jewelry and like body jewelry and um like blue hair and stuff and my hair do yeah it just fits for him i guess there's some sort of political underground scene that we never hear about unfortunately um and so gray does this like I don't know, Olympic level backflip and does some fighting a little bit. <laughs> mm. I did like the camera with that too. I rewound it a couple of times like to get a, a like a sense of what was happening. Everything was, was moving really, really fast on this one. Yeah, it was going a bit faster than the first one because, you know, Stem is like, bitch, I'm I'm in control now. I'm in super saiyan mode, bitch. You can't fuck with me. (laughs) Talk to me nice. (laughs) It just ran. I guess they like end up running around um, the warehouse. We see some more Fisk's like body mods because he's got those contacts like we Mm -hmm. talked about, and he can like see through walls and stuff. He ends up shooting. I guess those were cops. I don't know. They're like coming up the elevator or something. I think so. Because not only were they after him, the police are on the way. Stem is like, girl, we got to get the fuck out of here. We need to go. Yeah. We can't be found here. We we in danger, bitch. Um, <laughs> um, so it was just a lot going on. And in this fight, we find we have met a worthy opponent because they can't. Like every move that Gray makes, Fisk is able to like combat it. So they're like equally matched. Yeah. Yeah. In this particular battle. Yeah. They end up having like a final fight later and they had like, because I feel like Fisk's body mods are like way better than Stim's. 
Because mm-hmm. Stan is like, girl, I can't, I can't get like a good hold. Because every time he does something, he's like, he just like kind of blocks it or dodges it. And so Fisk is, or Sim is like, I don't know what to do. Um, so yeah, Fisk is pretty, I don't know. Cause we skipped the part where we find out that Cobalt is, is, is outfitting these people. So I don't know if Fisk is being outfitted by Cobalt. Is it a combination of, of several companies or whatever? Um, but basically like, <laughs> Gray dips. Um, he makes his way home where his mother finds out <laughs> that he can walk. I mean, if you're a son, you've been bathing your son for three months and helping him into bed and trying to lift his spirits. And here comes this motherfucker just running in. <laughs> You'd be like, what? <laughs> and she's like, what is going on? Are you in some trouble? Yeah. What, what is going on? I just... What? She didn't really get a lot of backstory. I mean, I guess not, but I don't know. We never know about like, his dad or anything like that. But um, yeah, he has to, basically he's like, you can't tell anybody. Of course, Cortez like runs up in there because she finds his wheelchair. He abandoned his wheelchair outside the club. He told this dude to watch his wheelchair. And so I guess she found it on the drones. Um and uh, <laughs> it's, it's such a mess with this because she's like, he's still lying and telling her that he's still quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. And she's like, bitch, I know that you're not. <laughs> you seem to be everywhere that another murder has happened. So like, tell me what's up. Um, and it's like, <laughs> I guess they decide to, um, well, like, I guess Cortez, like, ends up leaving, but she impl- like she plants this, like, listening device on him. Mm-hmm. And um, she's listening to him talk to STEM, but you, obviously she can't hear STEM, STEM side of the story. But basically, like, STEM is like, yeah, I am, um, I'm that bitch, and we're going to do the murder, and you can't really do anything about it, because if I... If you tell me not to do something, basically STEM is like, I'm just going to turn myself off and you're going to be quadriplegic again, which is kind of like, kind of gross because like to hang that over his head, like yeah. hang your disability over your head, <laughs> like, hey, you don't do what I say. You're going to be in yeah. here laid up. And this is kind of like in issue that I like the issue with the film in itself mm-hmm. um is like the even with the pitch in the film is like a cure for disability yeah like a disability isn't something that could be cured like yeah I mean it's he doesn't even really care he doesn't seem to really care about how he's disabled honestly it's like the motivation isn't really to be himself again it's his like getting back at the people who killed his wife but the film seems to be like hey isn't being disabled awful yeah like <laughs> the worst thing that can ever happen fix this like, is we worse can than death fix it yeah yeah like you're not even helping people you yeah <laughs> like what? what are you even saying yeah it's kind of gross like yeah. sometimes you just you have you adapt to different things as things change within your life mm-hmm um and at first it showed ways that you would adapt to different changes in your life like 
outfitting your house to accommodate like this change. And then it's like, no, we didn't. <laughs> like, it kind of like, up, like, you have all that like, taken away from everything you. else. Yeah, you have all that taken away from you. Just um, don't, to, like, you don't, if you don't act the way I want you to act. Yeah, it's like, not only did we put you back to where you were, but actually we made you better by implanting STEM. Yeah. So it's like, okay. No. Yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of like, what are you trying to say here about mm-hmm. him in that chair in the first place? Like, this is a fate worse death. <laughs> like what? And he's, what is that? What are we supposed to get from that? Like, even if you could have the technology, you should trust it enough to, to help your life or whatever, <laughs> to help you do anything. And it's all going to come back to bite you in the ass. It's, I don't know. It's, it's not the best message. Basically like <laughs> STEM is controlling this man fully. Um, and makes him confront Fisk. And this is when they have that fight. And the only reason why he ends up winning that fight is because Gray kind of realizes that he was related to the, Fisk is related to the guy that he killed in the house. Um, And so Fisk reacts emotionally. And that is a bad, (laughs) I guess it's also seen as a bad thing um, because that's when Stem gets the upper hand and, impales him on a glass shard yeah but like from the back of the head oh (laughs) yeah it was also gross as hell um so yeah it's all it's all gross and um basically i think during this fight too is when they figure out that like they were ordered by aaron to shoot gray um, not to kill him, but to paralyze him so that they could put stem, like, so stem could be put in him. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's what he gets from that. So then he's like, well, fuck this. I'm going to Aaron's house. Mm-hmm. So Aaron's about to pull up on Aaron, bro. <laughs> we pull it up on Aaron, pull it up on his little weird geek ass. And <laughs> we're going to demand some answers. And so, um, and Cortez also tracks him down at Aaron's house, but um, she gets her ass almost <laughs> murdered. It was a bit much. I was like, damn, like, <laughs> put her down. <laughs> Please put her down. <laughs> There's a lot going on. A lot was going on in that fight. Because she doesn't, it's not like Fisk, you know, where it's like a good fight, where like someone's clearly fighting back. I was like, this woman mm-hmm. is human. <laughs> yeah, she was not prepared for that. She is not modded out. She cannot do any of the fan stuff. Um, and yeah, so she's getting she's getting beat down. And he's he's like upset because he doesn't want to kill anybody. I mean, he hasn't wanted to kill anybody for the, the whole movie, but he's basically like, please stop doing this. Um, so here's the big twist of the story, which I don't even know if this is a good twist. No, it's it's not because it's, it's literally it's terrible. The most ridiculous thing I've heard. I, I don't get I don't get it. I don't yeah, understand. It's like logically kind of impossible unless you're like experimenting on yourself at the in lieu of like getting actual testing approved. So basically, Aaron is like, hey. So I wasn't really in charge of, of any of this. I didn't order your wife's murder. I didn't do any of this other stuff. It was all STEM. So STEM, I guess, 
is implanted in him as well. I was trying to figure it like, is there multiple stems? Is it a stem club? Feels like the stem, like stem 1.0. And then this is like stem 2.0. Cause I was like, the rage edition. Stem was like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. I need a new new body. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He said, I'm tired of being a computer chip. I'm trying to trying to fuck up some shit. What was he gonna do? I don't know. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand this. Like I don't understand the purpose. I find it interesting that a a piece of machinery, a computer chip or whatever, would want to be human. Yeah. That seems to be the thing that all machines kind of want is they want some sort of humanity. But I'm like, this shit is raggedy. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. As a, okay. I don't understand why STEM would want to be people. Why do you want to be people, bruh? Like, I don't, STEM, why do you want to be people? Because I feel like the first fart, like, you'd be like, oh, hell no. Nah. The first fart, the first period cramp, the first any of this shit is terrible. Like, it's too leaky. Kidney stones, all, yeah, it's fluid, it's blood, it's like sinew and, and like, like sweat, sweaty and your Bones. tendons and yeah, back rolls. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's too much going on. And I understand like why you would want to have the assimilation of being a person where you have like a physical body I guess that you could like be mobile and move around and yeah. be, like assimilate into society. I think it's like, like the free will aspect of it, but like, I mean, you could, yeah, you could debate and that I too. get that part if I was like a little bot, like a little bot chip, you know, I understand a little that BB-8. part. BB-8, I would be a little BB-8. I wouldn't want to be a BB-8 because I'm just like, because I'm just rolling around me. Yeah, he's rolling around. He's rolling with the homies. He's having a good time. He's flying in the back a, of the X-Wing. I C-3PO and not a okay. BB-8. A C-3PO had too much anxiety for him not to be a human being. I would be like, <laughs> C-3PO, but like on weed or something like smoking weed. He needed uh, some edibles or something. He needed some some therapy because he was always a little bit too panicked for me. (laughs) Like, why would you go into something that would like eventually break down? Because they all, like Stem also said that the reason that he picked Gray is because he didn't have any upgrades. Mm -hmm. Um, So he is the most organically human person that he's come across somehow for whatever reason. So that wouldn't make sense because eventually Gray would break down. Gray yeah, is really have to upgrade yourself. Fragile. You're going yeah. to end up modding yourself anyway, because otherwise you're going to, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Like you're really fragile and like you'll break down. Yeah, you get so old, like that you wouldn't make sense. Break. Yeah, I don't know if they think that through because like even like fucking like in Westworld, doesn't Dolores want to be a human? Like basically, she's like, I want all the shit you all y'all got. <laughs> no, like yeah, y'all want none of the shit, girl. <laughs> she wants to be people, but she also looks like a person. She does look like a person, but she's not like a just the the brain part. Like she's not just some chips. I got questions in a jar. about that. I got questions about that because don't you got to be like charged up? You know, like how are you walking around not charged yeah. up? Like don't you got to be? You got to be put on a pad or something? Uh, going to the port? Like she's yeah. not like the chips. Like when they show like how they really look when they just like 
all them chips in that glass. Oh, they take off the faces and stuff, and they're just like weird teeth, <laughs> like eyeballs. Like when they show like all their little memory chips that they keep in like the little mm-hmm. divider things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's not that. Like she does have like the human body. Yeah. Which would make sense because that is not going to do too much unless you like physically harm it. Well, yeah. And, and she could also like break about- your neck. It's also about the experience of rescuing mm-hmm. her over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> no, on the plains of, of the Southwest. Um, yeah, I I don't know why they want to be people. I cannot imagine. Because, I mean, at least at one point, Dolores is like, well, we're better than y'all. Like, and Dolores is right. I mean, shit, you could do some shit that I sure can't do. <laughs> And I never will be able to. You're not going to get fat. You're probably not going to get old unless somebody designed you that way. So, like, all of the things are just kind of like, oh, everything's starting to sag and <laughs> and break down and bones and not being bones. Yeah. <laughs> and all that stuff. You ain't got to worry about that. But I guess. Do Dolores like, got to take a vitamin? No. I shall do got to take a vitamin because I will be <laughs> not the fuck out. 30s my 30s are treating me rough bruh you don't gotta worry about none of that I guess it's just the idea that people don't have to if you're people you don't have to really listen to anybody whereas like if you're a machine somebody has to push the button um but like plenty of people are not in free will (laughs) they don't have as much free will as they think they do um so like I don't know if they consider that in their great and infinite robot wisdom um mm. yeah that's just that's one part that i just didn't understand especially like when they really mentioned like he doesn't have any upgrades it was like i don't yeah. i don't understand why you want to be popped in a person like this i don't i got the basic model you ain't gonna go get the one with like the supercharged like super i mean I guess if you don't need all that stuff but like if you know everything and can do everything but like let this man get stabbed once <laughs> let this man get gout or whatever <laughs> like what are, you, what are you supposed to do you're just gonna like, i guess you, you're gonna manage his like health as well as his everything like what if his heart stops like what are you gonna, <laughs> you gonna translate and yourself you're not on your data like you're not on your my boy data who his whole like <laughs> part of like being a robot was learning how to be more human like discovering humanity what were humans into and trying to learn more about it like you're not doing that stem because you're just fucking killing folk like that wasn't part of your sentience like becoming sentient you weren't trying to discover that you were just literally killing people we don't even know like what he wants to do once he is fully in control of this man's body like you murdered the lady to control the body and that's it so like Dolores wants to take over the planet. I guess like if you have like an Agent Smith who also doesn't like people at all, but he's like, I just want to get out of here. So we had to subjugate all you people and I just want you to leave me the fuck alone. Who else? Like Hal didn't want to be people either. Ash didn't want to be people. Well, David might want to be people. David. David wants to be God. Science experiments. Yeah, David wants to be God. (laughs) Is what he wants to do. He was in there like, we gonna marry this little thing with this little thing, and we gonna marry. 
have us a little cocktail of, of evil <laughs> and have them eat y'all. <laughs> See y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-uh, don't be looking. Don't look back here. Don't, uh-uh. don't uh-uh, look back don't here. Look. This is my special lab full don't of look, don't, don't very look. suspiciously <laughs> vaginal creatures. <laughs> don't look back here. God, that movie was crazy. That. <laughs> That's some gross shit in there. Oh, has Cronenberg done anything when somebody wants to be God? Um, Me and my nigga from Gen- Videodrome. I'm trying to think. Nah, I mean. I didn't like Videodrome. I know you always yell at me for that, but I didn't. I mean, I haven't watched that in a long time, so I can't judge. I mean, not necessarily want to be God. They did. He did do the. No, no. It's what was happening. Nah. I gotta see what the crimes of the future be like. I've heard that it's gonna be good, but I think people are just excited that Cronenberg is doing things. Yeah. I guess if you've been created by another human, you're always gonna feel tethered by that human. In like in a machine type of way, not like a birth kind of way. But I don't I don't know. I mean Yeah. Stem just, just didn't have any he's just like stem itself did not have any motivation for its actions no and i was just like well who yeah like you just picked this guy who's just like so in disbelief of technology in general that that's the perfect guy to break i guess it's just (laughs) let me break this motherfucker (laughs) maybe that was just it i don't know but um yeah so i forget how he kills aaron he they get into a tussle. He is stabbed in the hand. Yeah. And Stem. Oh, yeah. He stabs his hand and then the he... hand to stab Aaron in the head. Very jokery. Yeah. And it's very gross. And yeah, yeah smack the shit out of him to do that. <laughs> like... He attempts, like, um, he has attempted to stop Stem from killing. Uh, officer cortez like once but Mm -hmm. she still intervenes um and he tries to attempt to stop stem from killing her again by trying to kill himself Mm -hmm. he shoots so he shoots himself and he wakes up in the hospital with his wife but we find out that in reality stem has completely taken over he has separated um gray from the body mm-hmm. um so stem is in complete control of the body he kills cortez and just walks out of the building so yeah. stem is now gray yeah so it is con- successful in assume like assuming control over the body so this is gray now stem is gray yeah it's s gray trace that's great (laughs) i don't know how this would work out um beyond this is cool walkout thing i guess because like now you're a fugitive of the law (laughs) yeah like stem you got to figure out how to cover this up like you either have to tap into the system and erase everything that you have done yeah it's gonna turn to enemy of the state otherwise like Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just i don't know what you're gonna do yeah i wish they had fleshed this out a little bit more i wish they had like figured out like how the um like given him more of a purpose because you have all these like fringe things happening fringe things happening 
Um, and I can guarantee you that STEM doesn't give a shit about any of that. So like, <laughs> it's not like he would go and be in like the, the hacker robot revolution or anything like that. And he's not going to go like fight for rights of veterans or whatever. So like, I don't know what he's going to do other than just have a good ass time beating up people, but you've already killed everybody who was involved. But um, yeah, I think um, if they had done a little bit more with like the whole like purpose of this and also like, please explain to us how like, like this man put stem in his body and then didn't say anything about how he was like running him, like <laughs> treating him like, like plankton, doing plankton in that little <laughs> That's like this big. <laughs> like what are you even doing why wouldn't you say anything like you can say something and you just did it to yourself unless you have the ego of somebody that's like I, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong but mm. so yeah that's the end I um I don't know do you recommend this movie I know we talked about a lot of other movies in between talking about this movie yeah like movies like yeah you can watch this too mm-hmm. um I I would recommend it um it does have flaws, as we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it probably suffered a little bit under like the weight of being a small budget movie. Um, and it maybe if a little bit more time was spent kind of fleshing out some of the the issues that we kind of discussed, like what like literally what is Stem's motivation? And going from there could have helped build a stronger story. Yeah could have made it a little better because I feel like knowing what STEM wanted could have expanded the world a little bit more or maybe spending a little bit more time on some of the additional questions around the world that it has created because it doesn't quite connect in a way that you would hope that it connects um because it's just like a whole bunch of like stray parts like it just doesn't it doesn't all tie together some in some yeah. ways. Like I guess it is, if, if it hadn't been for the wife's murder, which like also like please let a woman be in one of these movies for longer than five seconds. Yeah, and not <laughs> the, the motivation. Purpose. Yeah, or, not the motivation. Um, the catalyst for the story that you're telling, rather. and nothing, like, nothing detective either. Because <laughs> yeah. we learn about her. And uh, another thing that like we kind of talked around um, is like not seeing disability as like a a burden or like you mentioned like oh this is Rose like this is worse than death like yeah they could have yes. done something cool with that chair yeah like you could have been in that chair beating people's asses but yeah we didn't do that it, it it's it's a process of getting like used to and of course like I don't know everything about like quadriplegia or anything like that um but it, it this isn't a medium for like this is an action movie it's not like you could learn from it like it's not like a learning tool but it's like <laughs> you could do a little more like they try it seems like they try to do something like try to do some research just to do something with it but not quite the best representation and not that you should expect it in an action movie because they're not typically the best mediums for this yeah um it's about making stuff but, look cool i guess more than yeah i mean action movies will have like a like a 
message at times, but sometimes it's like they fall short. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's one of those films that falls into like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't what we're looking for. Like, this isn't yeah. it. This ain't it. Um, yeah. And yeah. I feel like the action thriller, like the thriller sci-fi genre is a genre that kind of experiences this kind of a lot in different ways. Um, some rep- some representations are a little bit better than others. Um, I'm thinking of like episodes, naturally I'm thinking about episodes of Star Trek, um, but this is kind of didn't, didn't pass the mustard. I don't think that's the right saying, but like, this is like, oh, okay, I don't know what we're trying to say here, but like, yeah. What did you want to say earlier about, was this when, kind of what you were alluding to earlier? Yeah, like um, how like this kind of um, subject like kind of comes up um, in sci-fi a lot. Like you have prosthetics. Yeah. Um, that come up like, and how they're used or like how assistive technology can be used to, um, within like a character's life and how it can be used, um, how technology can be used in a character's life in different ways and how it can, um, usually like in tech-based um, stories, how we can um, go left, like in this way, but you have an opportunity to kind of show it in a different light, but usually in sci-fi, that's not really the way that it goes most of the time yeah it seems like it's very uh like they always seem to be pointing the finger at the technology not the people who make the technology mm-hmm. like there's never any real explanation for this um or like exploration of like how that could go wrong i don't know it always seems like like especially in this movie it's just kind of like <laughs> you put your faith in anything in a car or any or any like robots or body mods or whatever and it's your fault <laughs> you got you got got by it or whatever and i don't know it's kind of they could do better i don't know because this sci-fi is such a long history especially in the movies that i don't understand why they haven't kind of explored this and of course maybe they've done it and we haven't seen it but I just don't I don't know because if you're thinking of like a utopia then I guess you're like yeah there wouldn't be any disability in utopia but you don't ever attack that in like a responsible way (laughs) yeah like for example like I'm thinking of an episode of Star Trek where the society was like oh well we genetically engineered disability completely out of our society totally and I was like oh what I was like what in the world is this eugenic society Mm -hmm. um but they had an issue that only one member of the enterprise crew was able to find um and when the enterprise like landed on the planet they were kind of like this society was like completely like "Mm." (laughs) it it was Jordy um Jordy is blind um, he utilizes a visor to see. Um, and they were like, ooh. Um, 
but Jordy was like, okay, I know what's up. Like I can help y'all if you want to. So when he was having a conversation with like the um, scientists from the planet. Oh, my nigga LeVar Burton. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, who is that? Like, I never knew his name in, on the show actually. Yeah, Jordy LaForge. Um, yeah, I never knew They that. were like, um, what, like, um, they, they were explaining like how they made their society the way that it was. And he like had a conversation about how he was raised and they were like, like let their biases be known um, about his disability. And he was like, it's just the way I was born. Like it's nothing, a big deal. Like, let me just solve this issue. And so we could like save your planet and keep it moving. Yeah. Um, so like, that is like one instance where disability was like framed in a different way from how it's typically mm-hmm. framed like yes this particular society was like framed it as like oh we just genetically engineered it completely out um but it was seen like less of like um a burden by like the actual like protagonist of the episode which oh. is enterprise group um but you don't really see that necessarily from like certain movies and things like that so I guess we need to talk about our next movie. And we also, okay. need, we also need to read a letter. Okay. So, so um, our next movie, Brittany, tell us. Our next movie is Girl Ex Machina. <laughs> I thought you just said Girl Interrupted. <laughs> it's like, when did we, when did we pick that? <laughs> it's going to be Ex Machina. The so. gone girl of the, of the cyborg age. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to learn what it's like. From the opposite perspective. Yes. Yeah. See what that's like. Being entrapped in a tech CEO's mystery campus. (laughs) Yeah, where everybody's just being weird. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. Um, Very interesting movie. I think I've only seen this movie once. And um, yeah, threw me for a loop, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. That and that twist was actually a, a great twist because I there were several twists at the end. I was like, well, that's certainly more in line with what I was thinking than what happens in upgrade. I, I think at least. So uh, yeah, that should be pretty exciting. That will be more of a another philosophical conversation of of what you can do with people and what you shouldn't be doing with people and and Oscar Isaac being a very very weird man but I feel like a a, a tech CEO in the way that we think of tech CEOs as being sort of like charismatic and very smart people who do a lot of like philosophical philosophizing I guess that's not how you say that but uh, (laughs) and doing kind of like I don't know you like him but he's obviously just like a fucking terrible person mm-hmm. yeah so should be quite the ride can't wait to watch it um again because it's been a while but that's gonna be our next one so thank you everybody for helping us pick that one even if you did not know you picked that one for us <laughs> ah, um so yeah I want to get into some uh, well I want to get into a letter um, our good friend Mike <laughs> has written us again and Mike wrote us all the way back in April so I'm gonna say right now my bad Mike 
<laughs> we just hadn't had any opportunities to read your letter because we've been doing interviews and stuff. So I'm going to give it my best college try with this first part. I'm going to um, try to call forth my best New Yorker. <laughs> we didn't give us our best British accent, so I'm going to try. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to see. Okay, it says, <clears throat> me, 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 me. Hey, yo, Ashley, Brittany, Mike from the BX. Y'all been killing the last couple of reviews. Listen to the Crooklyn reviews. You know this is old because we reviewed Crooklyn back in February. <laughs> uh, was that good? Please tell me. Give me a one out of, give me a score out of 10. How was that, Brittany? Um, your Brooklyn, your New York accent. I was about to say, he's not from Brooklyn. Don't insult him like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's from the Bronx. France. my bad my bad you're 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 new yorker that was right. terrible for me all right um, now Call that me. was that was a 10 out of 10 all right yeah, yeah. my family would, my family would be distraught disgusted and disappointed with me <laughs> all of them as native new yorkers all right so he's talking about crooklyn um uh says spike captured the cluttered fun of childhood all while showcasing the blessing and curse of a child who grew up, um, especially with economic anxiety and having to learn to adapt to changing circumstances. Sorry, still laughed, felt sad at the queenie scene <laughs> with the, the dog who was ultimately folded into the sofa bed. Mm-hmm. The oh, queenie, RIP. Poor baby. <clears throat> now, Mike, I did this for you, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Did either of you, either of you see Zola, uh, the director, <laughs> really walked a tightrope balancing the light and dark tones? The film had energy of reading a Twitter thread. Uh, do y'all think that gr- morally gray characters will be phased out um, with some folks complaining about showing too many Black trauma stories? P.S. I saw Paul Robeson, uh, the Paul Robeson film, The Emperor Jones. Great movie, loved it. Have y'all seen it? Later, hmm. y'all. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to our Crooklyn review. It's yes. been so long that I actually don't remember what I said. <laughs> other than I liked, I think I liked it. Other than that, it was kind of all over the place, but um, great movie. Now, did we see Zola? I just watched Zola yesterday, specifically to address this, <laughs> this email. Um, wasn't going to because of several reasons. Brittany, you're making a face. Please tell me. <laughs> oh, what did you think of Zola? Okay, so I'm going to go back to the like the the genesis, which I feel like all of us were present that night when the thread dropped because reading Twitter mess, I don't care what anybody says, reading Twitter mess is fun. It is. So I read this thread. I actually have the thread saved mm-hmm. as a bookmark on my phone and I have had saved for as long as the thread has existed so probably too long <laughs> at this point um and uh i i i had some reservations about it being made into a movie only because it just seems like one of those things where you read and you kind of gossip about and then you kind of forget um and so i was very confused also i i don't i i don't like Taylor Page that much <laughs> and okay. I don't and I don't like Jeremy O'Harris at all 
<laughs> oh, I, yeah, I feel that. And yeah. you can tell that it was written by him. Yeah, when I read that, I was like, isn't that that guy who wrote the movie about, not the movie, but the play about the mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, people seem to really love him. I don't know. I guess he's also written episodes of Euphoria. Am I right in thinking that? Or he's um, produced parts of Euphoria? I don't know. He was going off a lot about Euphoria <laughs> when it was being... Um, when it was airing this this last season so i don't really know what he does but um yeah he seems to have a very singular point of view that does not really align with anything that i I like um and so i was going to avoid this for the most part i really like riley uh is it kyo ko Uh, elvis Um, presley granddaughter yes elvis's grandbaby she's great i think she i've never watched anything with her where i've been like you are terrible (laughs) Like, and there's been movies I've watched with her where I didn't like it. Like, I didn't like Under the Silver Wake. I didn't like Logan Lucky. But I've never seen her and been like, bitch, you're ruining this. You're ruining the vibes. You're scaring the hoes. She's great in, like, pretty much everything. I feel like she's, like, a scene stealer. And she's a scene stealer in this movie. She's the most personality in the movie at the whole time. And she's terrible. She's a terrible character. <laughs> her character is awful. But Zola kind of just chills there a lot. And also, I was very confused about... Coleman Domingo's Nigerian accent. <laughs> Bitch, I about fell off my chair when that happened. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was okay. It wasn't like it lost steam pretty quickly. Um, pretty much after Zola's like, I'm not doing any of this shit, which I was like, that's the threat or whatever, but like. I just thought it could have been a little bit more because it had a very like anticlimactic ending. I think Mike asked about balancing the light and dark tones and says, uh, "Do you think that morally gray characters will be phased out? Do you think morally gray characters will be phased um, out?" I hope that they don't um, because I feel like they provide entertainment, like. Yeah, I don't get when people are like, I watched this movie to, or watch this piece of media to like root for characters. Cause I just be sitting there, I'm like, I'm just watching what happens to them. I don't care if they survive most of the time. Like, I'm, <laughs> I don't use, like, I'm not trying to learn a lesson from watching a movie. Well, like, they're not I'm my just, friends. I don't get why people like, have to act like the characters are your best friends. Like, I don't care what happens to fucking Kendall Roy and the rest of them. Like, they're like, it's not about that. It's just me watching the spiral. <laughs> people have been like, no, why can't you watch Succession? I don't understand. Like, why can't they just be happy? And, blah, blah. and I'm just like, you, this is not how you watch that. Some, okay. Sometimes when I read things, I'm like, well, what, what did you watch when you were younger? And that's not for everyone, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like some people focus much more on like children's media to a certain age. Like in that age is like 47. Um, <laughs> like what, like literally what did you watch? Like, what did you go explore on your own that wasn't like children's media? Like if someone wasn't telling you what to watch, what did you go watch on your own? Like, not every character is going to be a good or bad character. Sometimes you just live in this ambiguous space and just have to fill it out. Like, not every character is a superhero. <laughs> and also, 
like none of this shit is real. <laughs> like, I've seen you say that a million times now. Like it's it is fiction. It's fiction. Like, I feel like sometimes like people fail to remember like none of this shit is real. <laughs> it's really <laughs> not. And I mean, I feel like we need more morally gray characters. I hate that people have kind of like decided that you can't show characters. I guess because they don't show enough like good black characters in some mm-hmm. of these shows that that once we get a bad black character like a bad or all the stakes quote unquote bad then it's like you know there's like a very big issue but I feel like you need morally gray characters or people with like are complicated because it's that's it's literally real life <laughs> like, you won't make the good decision all the time you won't say the good thing all the time you won't be um you know, as socially responsible as you should be. Cause a lot of people are like, oh, if you watch this thing, then you're a bad person. <laughs> and just like, why do you think that everybody says and does the correct thing all the time? It's not physically possible. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're a person and it's okay to be a person. And your characters should be people. They should be people. <laughs> yeah. Like why are you making them to like hero archetype? Like every single person's a hero archetype. So no one's the bad person. <laughs> it's my personal stance is if it if it's done well and by if it's done well I mean if it's done with care yeah because a lot of people just do things and don't care about what they're putting into that work and you could tell when you watch it um and you could see it and like if it's done with care let it be if you choose not to watch it as a viewer then that's on you um because it, it's important to tell complicated stories. When you don't tell complicated stories, you're, you're going to miss out on those narratives. Um, yeah. I hope more of the great characters are not phased out. I hope most people start to lean in and really give them some like good and bad traits. Like that makes good storytelling. And also I um, just looked up The Emperor Jones, which is a movie from 1933. It's very rare that anybody recommends me a movie. (laughs) I feel like I'm the one that's always recommends some old ass movie. Um, So I have never seen this. Apparently it's a pre-code film. Mm. That's where the good shit is. Um, And it's uh, a film adaptation of a play by Eugene O'Neill that tells the story. I'm reading from the Wikipedia. <laughs> it tells the tale of Brutus Jones, a resourceful, self-assured African-American and form, former Pullman porter. Um, so these are people who worked on the railroads as porters on sleeping cars. And he kills another black man in a dice game, is jailed, and later escapes to a small backward, like a backward, <laughs> a small Caribbean island where he sets himself up as emperor. Hmm. The play recounts the story in flashbacks as Brutus makes his way through the jungle in an attempt to escape former subjects who rebelled against him. Well, bitch, this seems like uh, this seems like something I would be into. <laughs> Didn't know we were doing something like that. This is very interesting. Um, I have not seen this movie. Um, so I'm going to give this a watch and let you know in our next episode. This is actually on HBO Max. Um, right now and also on Paramount Plus. So you can watch this pretty much uh, anywhere. <laughs> so I'm not sure why it's everywhere, but it seems like it has good reviews. Um, and I've never heard of this movie. So, 
I'm gonna have to give this a watch. Oh, I, I guess you can also watch this on a movie about it's like public domain movies. You can watch the whole thing. I think it's like an hour, an hour and twelve movie. Or sorry, an hour and twelve minutes. So quick watch. Should be interesting. Can't wait. Thank you, Mike, for that message. Um, I'm so sorry that we <laughs> waited so long to review it or to read it. Um, but if you want to send us a message, give us commentary or anything, give us film re- suggestions, you should email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. You can tweet us at BLK Girl Film Club. You can follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Film Club. Um, like, follow, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. We're literally everywhere. We are here. Um, also, if you have press requests, please send them to that email. Please don't send us to Instagram because I can barely find anything on Instagram anymore. But yeah, do you have anything else, Brittany? Do you have anything else? No, me? just always. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. And we love you. Hearts. We're doing the heart. We did a little hearts. Yeah. <laughs> The little heart from like, remember follow up ways to do that shit all the time? Yeah. Boom. Yep. yep. We're always going to be 2005 kids at heart. <laughs> <laughs> little pop punk kids at heart. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you want to watch Upgrade, you should. You should tell us about it. Um, tell us how you feel about it. Any other sci fi things? Um, quote unquote, let's start a dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Not a discourse, uh, dialogues. If yeah. you discourse with us, I will upgrade and beat you no (laughs) (laughs) no but seriously yeah talk about it with us we would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on upgrade from 2018 (laughs) all right uh if there's something else we're gonna say bye bye guys bye